Blog Talk Radio. And I just don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am. As I am. And my G still pumping. Hold on the coach. You know that my doja kosher game over, soldier. I'm coolin'. Be on the sofa. Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor. Don't mean it, soldier, but fuck the vultures. I feel the visual and proper dosage. I'm focus to get it amplified. Feel it in the skillet. We'll do it live. Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, July 4th, uh, 2018. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Travis Bryant, and as much uh, as it pains me uh, to do this, I, I, I gotta, I, I, I gotta pay my respects. And uh, for you, uh, long-time listeners, uh, you probably know. These sounds, these tunes, not awful stylings that I'm playing right now. Uh, throwing it back a little bit. Rejoining the East Coast cast. One day only. Text your friends, tweet your friends, tell them. Andre Purnell is in the Heezy. Uh, Dre, what's, uh, what's happening, man? Welcome back to the show. In, in an official capacity. <laughs> Uh, can you hear me? Can you hear me officially? Yeah. Yep. Yep. You sound good. Did you just, did Did you just say easy number one? I mean, okay. That's I number did. One. I mean, because really. Oh, okay. That's all. Look, you know what it is, what it is, and it is a throwback day. Constellation, what is up? I'm very, very, very excited. Happy fourth to y'all that celebrated. Happy whatever, whatever y'all want to make today. Make it the best and the fullest. Travis Bryant, what's up, my brother? How you doing today? You um, you gonna have to guide me and walk me through a lot. Because I've been hey, I'm basically you over the defense. last. I ain't got shit. Ah, listen, I'm basically over a year and a half. You may get your feet under NX... real quick. Yo, I've been an NXT <laughs> and New Japan guy for the last year and a half, but I'm gonna do my best. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's get it. So, okay. So, on that note, when was the last time you've watched uh, even a half of episode of Raw or SmackDown? Well, I'm you. I'm the. I'm the. I watch. I. Uh, I guess a couple of days ago, I've been uh, skimming through. I'm um, looking at the. Okay. Uh, I guess the biggest thing. I guess the biggest thing would be the Reigns Bobby Lashley thing that's been that's been um like uh you know but flashing out to me. Uh, but I usually I catch all the pay per views now. It's just that during okay. the week, you know, the shows were on SmackDown. I don't have the time and the three hour and this other whatever. It, whatever it is, it's just that I haven't been as faithful as I've been in years past. But I'm which which is understandable. You know, it's uh, you know five hours of TV that you got to get through, uh, along with what you said. You, you already you're you're watching uh, pretty faithfully uh, uh, New Japan and NXT. So you know, add those on uh, on top of you know five hours of Raw and SmackDown. Uh, it is again understandable. There are weeks where I even though SmackDown is the better show where I don't watch SmackDown live, I'll catch it the next day on Hulu mm-hmm. or I'll watch it during, you know, during, 
during the show. Like, you know, I'll have it on in the background, which I missed the first 20 minutes last night, so I'm going to go ahead and do that, uh, uh, throw it on. Uh, but, okay. but yeah, um, it's again, it's not surprising to hear a longtime fan go, yeah, I'm not really watching Raw, uh, especially Raw, but yeah, I'm not watching Raw and SmackDown uh, too much these days. And, and then to hear... I'm watching New Japan and NXT. I mean, that is that is something that needs to be heard. That is something that WWE management needs to understand is a is a real thing. People are, you know, leaving their their main their main shows to to watch now, this, the third this, brand and you know some brand this, that's not even a, an American absolutely. company. But this was a topic that I wanted to talk to you about. When it's, when it's, uh, like ten minutes after you, uh, we did the text, and I said I'd do it. Yeah. NXT, uh, and this may sound stupid, but you, you, you know, it got me through this. NXT and WWE are under the same banner. I mean, basically, what is it about? Is it because it's yeah. just maybe because? Hold on, maybe because I is hands off. get such a. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Because I'm like, because I get such a small like, server in NXT. That's why I'm so excited. To I don't know. I don't think I can say anything, but he certainly doesn't have Mm -hmm. much to do with NXT. It is Triple H's baby. It is Triple H's team that he put together. Okay. His there's an entire different production team. Well, it kind of has to be, but there's just a different philosophy. There's a different ethos that goes into into producing an NXT show, character, storyline, whatever. It's Mm -hmm. just different. And it's obviously different because anybody well, I hope that thinking, oh, never that's go a down WWE with... show, they got to wonder, yeah. like, wait, why Why do I feel so much that's invested, more, oh so much God. more invested to these guys that I don't even know? Or, that or I you know, don't having know. years, 15, 10, 5, 10, 15 years to, to, to get a comfortable with and to know their character so not left just and me. right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, no, I, no. I, knew, I knew it wasn't, but, I mean, like, basically you're echoing – all of my feelings that I internalize, like all those things, like that's the that's the main confusing. New Japan is a whole another story, uh, but NXT is just weird. I mean, we have superstars. Some of these superstars I know. I mean, some of these superstars I'm excited about. You got the Ricky Shades. Like, I know what he's going to do. You know, wait, I know I know what he's going to. WWE language thing. <laughs> I know what he's going to do, but okay, okay, excuse me, whatever, but. Before I get, forget my point, but you got these UK guys that when I first see when I first see them, honestly, I kind of be like, you know, I'm automatically assuming like I'm not going to like most of these guys. But somehow they've gotten the. And don't get me wrong; these guys have really good work rates, and they're really good. It's most of them that's doing it, but they're being packaged in a way, or they're being it's something that they're doing in a way that I'm like, I'm a top fan of a lot of these guys, like you said, that I didn't know. A lot of them are given like the Shins when Shin. Oh, mind you, Shin's doing excellent now. But when Shin when Shinsuke came, I was already like his number one fan. But yeah. there's a lot of guys that, like I said, they're doing a real good job of you know relaying you know relaying, and they're making me get emotionally invested in a lot of them. I wish they would take heavy machinery off my TV, off my laptop. Oh. But hold up, off my laptop, oh, dude. Don't I don't up, even want. Off my laptop, Stop both of them. Go- Sorry, and and I like Yo, I like uh, the grilling this- last week. You ain't want one of them brats. I don't know. I wanted one of them brats. Don't get me wrong, with the onions and shit all on it, the skillet pan <laughs> thing inside. Yeah, I, I know that was that was what's up. 
No, I did. Yeah, I I have a soft spot for for heavy machinery. I really it's 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 Otis. I think he's the the the, the short fat one. Um, yeah, he's yeah. He's well, like, you said he was a star, I, I really, and I'm I'm looking at you like really what the like hell are you? Ta- anyway, go on. Okay, that's it. Yeah, no, I mean I just I don't know. I think I'm comfortable with where they are. I I, I don't think I'd put up much of a fuss. Um, or I, I don't think I would. Uh, I'm not going to ride or cape for them and say they belong. Yeah, in, I got like, you tag title picture or, or number one contenders. They're they're absolutely really good at what they do. Kinda not quite gatekeepers, but just guys if you're gonna get you know, a tag title shot, you're gonna most they likely get, go they, they get the, they get the crowd going. That's what they do. I'm not gonna like I said, I'm, I'm I agree with you. I just don't like them. They're get the crowd going, feel good, you know, do a little do you know, you know, do some moves and you know like, get the crowd going. You know, like I I feel you but I just look at them and cringe, just like I do. Not the, not the skinny, not the thinner guy, because I real I like him. But the um, the, the, what's the two brothers' names? Street Profits. So Street Profits. Otis, man. It's yeah. It's it, it's so typical uh, that that the one that you would actually go for, he's all right. Is the one that I don't even like. I mean, I don't dislike him. He's fine, but but you like Otis you like the, the you like the personality. Come on, you Tucker like the goofy doofus like of him. NXT. No, that dude, but but he but he's got style. He's he swag the fuck the fuck out. The other dude is just like his 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 stupid cousin. It's like I don't I don't get it. You know that's trying to be as cool as he is. Sorry everybody who likes that guy, but oh, he's annoyed me when he was a singles wrestler. I was just like, who is this guy with two headbands? Why is this fly? Yeah, uh, that's my man Otis. So, uh, who else in yeah. NXT? Since that's uh, since we're talking about that, who's your who's your who's your top three? Who's your number one uh, uh, um, man, woman, and tag team? So, my woman is definitely. I can just knock it out of Shayna Baszler. I love her. I don't. I was. I, and meaning because I'm surprised. Yeah, be just like Ron. Just like Ronda Rousey, even though maybe not to that extent. <laughs> I'm surprised and I'm really happy that she I, – I think she does a good job in the ring. I think she portrays her nastiness well. And also what they do at, what they do with her, they make you want to hate her. Shayna Baylor is definitely easily number one. They make you want to hate her for her being a garbage human being and it exudes out of every pore on her body. It does. It hate. does. It, it's so, I, don't, I, don't, I think you've got attraction for her. Something's going on. But it, it, she oh, is. Yeah, we, I feel we you. But yeah, the, this was like a month. Yeah. We went through that a month ago yeah. and made that realization. Yeah, it's some, it's some, it's some. You mad at her, but for the way she makes you feel. But let's go. But um, <laughs> also, but uh, and um, okay, Velveteen Dream's got to be in my top two, easily. Uh, just, just one. So, just, so it's either Dream or uh, okay, somebody okay, else. Okay, okay, uh, 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 fuck. You know what? Dream knocked I mean, Blackout, dream. even though he's a champion. No, okay, no. Dream yeah. knocked Blackout. Dream's my favorite. I'm, I mean, I just okay. everything about him, I like. Yeah. And who's your top tag team yeah. besides uh, Heavy Machinery? Besides Heavy Machinery? <laughs> yeah. It's got to be the uh, – I, I, oh, this is going to be so surprising. Um, Undisputed Era. Which McC- I know I'm getting all the top guys, but they're my favorite. Roderick's Undisputed Era knocks all the corny stink off of Roderick's song, or at least 70 or 80% of it, in my opinion. I, would not, I wasn't real. I like Roderick Strong in the ring, but I'm not really a big fan of him outside of that. I really think this, yeah, this undisputed yeah, era. Just the him fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, I think that really helps him, and so I'm, I'm rocking that. 
oh my god, I can't believe I forgot the the man that I really like. No, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna stay with Dream, but it's Dream, then Alistair Black or Adam Cole. How can you not like Adam Cole? Put him on the main. I want him on the main roster so quickly, but it's like I don't want them to f him up. You know what I mean? I don't want him to get messed up and lost in the shuffle up there. That man is a star, yo. Oh my god, he's a. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm I don't. Get excited. I, I I I see what like when he showed up and it was like, oh okay, I get it. I I, I get what people like about this guy, but you know, six months into the undisputed era being around or however long it's been, um, mm-hmm. I just um, I think they came out of the gate really hot, you know, beating everybody up. Mm-hmm. And then once they had that okay. uh, that blow off, you know, double cage match, or war games match, uh, I just they just lost something for, uh, for for me. They didn't do anything. They weren't beat on TV or anything. I, I, I they're booked credibly and logically and and all that stuff. I just don't particularly care for them. Even before Roddy, Roddy joined up and it was and Fish and Bobby Fish was the, the it was just the three of them. Mm-hmm. Like they're okay. Yeah. I give it like they like you said they've done a lot for Roderick Strong. They've made him, you know, <laughs> 10 times more interesting. I didn't I yes, never saw him in Ring of Honor as a heel. Uh the the times I uh-huh. did see him he was always uh you know just bland white meat baby face um guy I never Back saw him as a heel. Go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That uh, obviously he had a backbreaker machine and all that kind of stuff that could just 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 go nonstop. But he's definitely more interesting. And uh, and I even like the path they took, you know, to get there with him, you know, being courted by them and him rejecting them for mm-hmm. months and months and months. And then you know when it counted, when they needed him, or you know when he could have really made a point and struck out on his own, you know, bam, he joins up with the with the bad guys. So. um yeah, just they don't do a ton for me. Again, I, I I dig their position. I'm not mad Adam Cole's the North American champion or that the other two are are, are tag champs. The world champs. That's, champ. that's yeah. fine. Yeah, I got you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, okay, so we um, oh shit, you know what? I didn't give out all the pertinent information. We just jumped right into the conversation. Yes, so let me go did. ahead and do that now. And if you want to call in, and because uh, we certainly could could use the calls. Because everybody's probably barbecuing and drinking. Mm. <laughs> so we are light on callers. Shit, I'm about to look at my phone and my uh, contact list and like, okay, who can I who who can I call? Um, <laughs> but let me uh, give out all the pertinent information. Call us. Hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202. Oh, man, Craig did a one got to go, and he did uh, for a barbecue, and it was ribs, sausages, barbecue chicken, and burgers, all on the grill, barbecue style. And Brian Austin said he don't like no barbecue chicken, and I almost lost it. Uh, oh, come on. It's got to be the sausage that goes. Yeah, that's the one I picked. Sorry, yeah. sausage. And you know me, Mr. Loophole. I was like, they didn't say hot dog, so I could still have hot dog. <laughs> There's a link still. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I'm always looking for that workaround. 
And yeah. Um, so yeah. So so anyway, let me go ahead. And, um, so uh, uh, the Twitter is you can find the the show at Travlord. Oh, I'm sorry. You can find the show at East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. Uh, you can find uh, Cam at Seahawk. And and what's yours? I don't know. On a Pernell B. At Pernell B. Your basic. At Pernell B. Um, we've got our poll up. We'll get to those poll results in a little bit. Oh, also, you can find us. You can leave us a voicemail. Uh, another way to hit us up verbally. If you can't call us live and, and talk to us, you can always uh, you can always hit up a hit up our voicemail line. Matter of fact, that goes for you too, Dre. If you want to, uh, if you ever um, just got something to say on a on a Friday and you're just like, oh, I don't want to forget this. Uh, yeah, hit the VIP. Hit the VIP. Uh, or I'm sorry, hit the uh, the voicemail and and leave us a voicemail. Four one five seven eight seven five two two nine. Uh, once again, that's voice voicemail line is four one five seven eight seven fifty two twenty nine. Drop us a line there. We'll play it on the air. Um, yeah, and as I said, Twitter at East Coast Cast. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook on the Facebook fan page. Uh, you can find the show at facebook dot com slash pwtorch East Coast Cast. Um, we do have. A couple of likes from the last week that I want to shout out. Let's see. New likes. Yeah, it looks like we got three three likes this week. Oh, maybe just two. Maybe just the two, yeah. Uh, Costa Elia and Keith Road. Um, Costa looks like a big big wrestling fan. Both, both his cover shot and... <laughs> Uh, profile picture. All right, jeez, every this is just like a wrestling page. It must be. Uh, maybe Costa Easter. Maybe Costa Easter means Elia means something. I don't know, but everything. I only got a bunch of Hulk Hogan stuff too. So there you go, Costa. <laughs> but yeah, Costa and 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 Keith. I appreciate the likes. Um, yeah. Tag the uh, or post the uh, page on your on your timeline. Tag your wrestling pals in it and spread the word that way. And uh, yeah, so I appreciate that. So yeah, um, is now usually I go to camp for the headline for the week. Is there one story, uh, even though you haven't, you know, you've only perused Raw and or SmackDown? Is there one story from the last week that uh, that stands out that's headline worthy? Well, well, um, before I, before okay, headline. But before I, I wanted to continue, I think we got mixed up earlier. I don't know if you did correct me if I'm wrong. Um, yeah. Yes, I hate both of heavy machinery, but I was talking about street profits. I can't stand the heavier guy. I don't know if you heard me or not. Oh, D'Angelo Dawkins, stir it up. Yeah, I like the yeah. other guy. I like. I cannot stand. I can't stand him. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm just waiting for my uh, test for- to, to to fuck up with uh, Bianca Belair. Cause I'm gonna slide right in. Be like, yeah, girl, you can't you slide know. shit in because I'm in. Look, man, you think because look, I I swear to God, I'm on that. I'm on that so much. Yeah, girl, I told you he was gonna do you wrong. Just a player, you know. I'm gonna take care. Now, of I know. You. I like. I know. Oh, you for like the queen you are. You ain't. You ain't. You ain't got the game for her, man. Sorry, leave her with the Z's. You know, like, well, I ain't got the game either. Let me shut the fuck up. But anyway, um. 
my headline, oh, God, this ain't going to be interesting, but I wanted you to educate me a little bit, I guess, on what's going on between, I guess, Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. What's had been happening in the last couple of weeks? Um, is it is it interesting storyline? Is it who's go, is anybody turning heel? What the hell is going on? I mean, it's okay. I, you know, it's uh-huh. certainly made – it's given Bobby Lashley something to do, but it hasn't done – it hasn't done anything for for Roman Reigns. Like he's he's hmm. still like super. It just seemed like two badasses. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, badasses. I, I mean, I guess that's what they're going for. But it really just comes yeah, across yeah. as two egomaniacs who neither one of them have. You you want to be like who the hell do you, either one of you guys think you are? Mm, okay, so they all both okay because um, like Roman Reigns said something. Roman Reigns said one weird line. He said one weird line about you left ten years ago because you couldn't handle the road. Now that just didn't sit well with me. I didn't understand what he meant by that. Or, I mean, was that a story that I don't remember? It's an attempt. It's an attempt to use. It's a lot of motherfuckers that can't handle the road. (laughs) But uh, but anyway, yeah. It's it's who knows. Maybe it's a underhanded, cheap shot at Brock Lesnar. Who? Yes. Oh. I never, I never heard that that was the issue with Bobby Lashley. He couldn't handle the road. It was just, yeah, like Brock Lesnar, definitely an issue. We heard it; it was reported. He had, he bought his own airplane and all that kind of shit. Um, Bobby Lashley it was just one of those things where it was like he didn't work out. He didn't get as over as much as he was being pushed. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember if he left, asked for his release, or was, or was just flat out fired. Um. It's really like, who cares? That was, in wrestling terms, two lifetimes ago, 2000 goddamn seven. Exactly. That's my whole point. I, I, that's why I just didn't get it when I heard it. It was just like, pretty much after that, I was just like, I, but I, like I said, I've been, it's only been, what, a couple, two or three weeks that this has been going down. And that's what they're, I guess, what they're going for is basically, I don't know, two badasses that, or, you know, who when you look at them, they, every week they're staring at each other in the ring and talking bullshit. So, yeah, I get that. Like I said, uh, I, I, like I said, I saw Shindo any, promo. Like, Anything really, there's no foundation. It's yeah. this fucking yeah. kind of thrown together. Let's, we got to find a reason to keep these guys feuding for the next few weeks. How come they just can't go to Alpha? You know, matter of fact, I guess you look, get... Roman Reigns, Roman would have been better off like, yeah, Bobby, you wear mm-hmm. that hat all the time or that bandana because you ain't got no fucking eyebrows, you weirdo. Like, I'd be like, oh, now I want to see them fight. Not, you know, you left 10 years ago, and, you know, because you couldn't handle the road, and I'm the guy. Like, first off, Roman, there was five years between, six, five, six years between Lashley leaving and you showing up. It's, yep. five, it's seven, eight years between Lashley leaving and you becoming a clear-cut main eventer. And then Bobby's line coming like back wasn't anywhere. any better. Oh, well, if I was, was here, line, you would have yeah. been the guy. Like it, it's the same as the Cena. They're trying to do the Cena Roman uh, 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 storyline, or not the story, not the exact storyline, but the kind of you wouldn't have been here if I, uh, you wouldn't be the man if I was here in two thousand two or whatever. Lastly, yeah, please. You, you, you wrote, you ruled, you ruled TNA, but TNA is a total different fucking beast. Than WWE. I mean, whatever, whatever he was I mean, Lashley's done not the issue here. I mean, he is because he's not very good, uh, you know, talking. On the mic, I guess. 
Yeah. yeah. Never been. Yeah. But, and they just both come across as dickheads. Like, I don't want to root for either of these dickweeds. It's like when the Cowboys play the fucking Vi- uh, play the Giants. It's like, can there be a mm-hmm. 0-0 tie and the stadium falls on everybody? It's like, get them out of here. Uh, that was extreme, but I understand exactly what you mean, though. Yes, yes. So, yeah, they're they're not they're not great. Let's. So what has been? Uh, let me let me ask you. What is what has been? Inter- what is the biggest interest in, in, in as far as you're concerned, or as far as the constellation or whatever? What's the biggest thing? You know that we can talk about that has interest you on the main roster. Yeah, I mean probably since. WrestleMania or shortly thereafter, SmackDown has just been by far the show to watch every week. Mm-hmm. Number one, it's only two hours, so you don't feel like after you're done, like, ugh, or in the middle of it, yeah. you're not like, oh, this is just a slog. Um, but it's just way more compelling. Like, outside of the women's division, no, I'm sorry, outside of Carmella, and I know you're probably going to have push back a little bit on that. But outside of Carmella, I think everything on SmackDown that gets a, you know, significant TV time has been on point the last 3 months. It's mm-hmm. not I mean, and I don't even mean like gangbusters or or off the chart, just on point, just solid, logical, everything makes sense. The matches, the finishes. I remember a couple of times, you know, like, oh, Brian lost to, to Rusev clean in the main event. But then he came back the mm-hmm. next week and wore Cass out um, in, in, a, in, a really, in a really dope angle, you know, when he, when he beat Cass up and hurt his knee all over again. And, you know, uh-huh. uh, so, so, again, a few finishes here and there. But, you know, you smack down, you tr- I trust that. Like, if I go back two months to when Brian lost to Rusev, well, Rusev's now the number one contender, so it's not like he just beat Brian and lost the next week, to you know, in two minutes to somebody. You know, so it right. was for something. You know, it meant, you know, it was, it was he would think, oh, they had plans for Rusev. And and Brian's also in in. Something I don't really not a fan of him. Kane being back in Team Hell No. Being me neither. Yeah, but but yeah. But, it, but he's getting TV time. He's getting pushed. I, I don't understand why he's not doing stuff with the Miz yet, leading up to SummerSlam. You know, to to, to start that uh, to that to, to reheat that thing. I just assumed. You know, when when Miz came back to SmackDown, when Brian drafted him, when he was still GM. Or brought him over in a superstar shakeup. I was like, okay, I put on my calendar SummerSlam. Like this is going to, they're going to spend the next two or three months reheating this thing, getting it percolating, and come July, August, they're really going to hit it. But if they do come end of July, maybe after, after next, after a week from now, after the pay per view, um, and leading up to SummerSlam. But I think that feud needs more than three or four weeks of of focus. This is something that could have yeah, been, you could have been hinting at over the last two months since Miz has been back on SmackDown. But they haven't done done much with it. Um but I actually I even like Jeff Hardy as the US champion. I certainly like I loved how they transitioned out of the AJ Shinsuke stuff into the Jeff Shinsuke, AJ Rusev stuff. It was just seamless. <laughs> 
And, yeah, that uh, sentence is what I feel. Too, I feel too because I yeah, and he and his promo game is he oh he oh god to be I, I don't know I don't want to sound ignorant when I say that to be so not you the, the the obvious language barrier which he has come which he has come across you know he's learned English but you can still see the difference and but the way he can still portray and I don't I don't know if this is me being ignorant Who's saying this but. Shin, Shinsuke, Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Like, I just okay. seen a promo. I seen a promo of his uh, last week. I was, I think I was out I, I, I this week or whatever. And he was just, you know, he was doing a backstage segment. And yeah, yeah. he had, you know, was, you know, he had, he had it, it was dope though. It was just like, and he really can get you feeling certain emotions. He is absolutely awesome. So I don't know why I focus so much on the fact that you know this is his second language with him other than others. I don't know why I do. I need to get over that. But it's just like it amazes me how the transition that he's done. You know, it's just like that was one of my biggest concerns about him because I knew he was a star. It just seems like I know I'm all over the place, but I just it just seems like he's a he just no matter where he no matter where he goes, that man will shine through, and he's doing his thing, and he's doing it communicating to us. Yeah. I love it. it. I'm getting shivers on my phone. It makes you realize that even though as a he, it, 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 it took a year of corny babyface Shinsuke garbage yeah, promo yeah. Shinsuke. It makes the mm-hmm. stuff we've been getting the last three months so All much the better. better. But you realize there was no reason for uh, there was no reason for for him to be such a you know. You know, for them to treat him like like a child, you know, like they do their Japanese wrestlers that 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 don't speak great English over the years. They're booked like children. They're bo- or at least maybe what? not in the physical part, but they're booked like they're understanding. It's like they're four years old, and you've got to talk slow and 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 make it. It's like no, clearly this guy can can communicate. Why wasn't he doing this, this as a babyface? Why wasn't oh, he cutting shit, babyface getting... promos without doing the whole, you know, you know how you know the, the slow. Yeah, but we cr- but, look, look, we, look, but we don't. But now we're doing some. Now we're doing some critical thinking, and this is kind of yeah. to where I'm trying to go, and maybe to where my point is, and what I thought. Is there a stereotype or a stigma or a standard set by previous Japanese wrestlers in the past that either they weren't given the opportunity to do these things or they didn't take the ball and run with it, and that's the reason why the perception is? Because only reason why I'm trying to emphasize with what you just said about them treating them like babies is because I'm surprised about it. Like I'm like, wow. I wouldn't be wow. I wouldn't be wow if – I wouldn't be if it was Ed Almas. If it was Almas, I wouldn't be as wild if it was him as I would Shinsuke. Because I'm not expecting that. Why? Go on. Well, what is it about my bigoted mind? You live in (laughs) with and around, you know, Latinos. Uh, They're just a part of American culture uh, 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 more than you know Japanese are. You certainly don't see Japanese characters on American TV. Certain, definitely not Japanese, like you know, you know, FOBs, fresh off the boat mm-hmm. types that have the accent. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his face from um, from uh, Community? He's just mm-hmm. yeah, he's Korean, but I think I think he's Korean. But he's just you know, he doesn't speak. He just if you didn't see his face, you'd just be like, who's this guy? You wouldn't think, hey, yeah, is that true, a Korean true. guy? So. Uh, but you see 
Mexicans and Puerto Rican guys all the time on TV, all the time, you know what I mean, relatively speaking to, you know, Japanese and other Asians. Um, so that's why. It's just, expect you hear a guy talk a Mexican accent, you, it, you don't go, you don't lean in to go, let me make sure I understand all the words, because you get it, you understand, you hear what he's saying, it's something you're totally yeah. used to. Um, Absolutely. With the Japanese guys, even though you're a, a fan of, of his former work and, and and still of the New Japan product, they're not a. That's not a promo, promo promotion. That's a work rate promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically what Bobby Ferry was. You just answered the question. So, but what? Okay. So, and I may be off base with this, but as, because I guess it wouldn't be a, that much of a distinction, I guess, between the Mexican wrestlers. We're using Mexico as for an example, as opposed to the Japanese wrestlers. But the way that they now that they can do the was that all was that is that new in japan like you know no no pun intended but the way that the the shinsuke's the Hiromu's were i don't know if you know who Hiromu is it's this new guy and like he's like so like he's so like everybody's so weird with it now i don't weird is the wrong word but everybody's so I don't know what, like, androgynous almost with it, you know, or, you know, they got, like, certain ways where they, you know, they, you wouldn't see that in Japan back in the day, I guess. I don't think in gold dust times, and correct me if I'm wrong, they, Japan had characters that were, ext- like, ex- not extremely, maybe not bland, but pushing the envelope that they do now. You know, they got motherfuckers, it's a dude out there, you know, and, you know, it's like, it, like, it's guys out there that just seem like, I don't know, it's just, like, seem like they, are different now. What am I? It's just, it's just like when I look at Japan, I'm like, okay, I don't. Maybe am I ignorant, or maybe I wouldn't expect this from New Japan 20 years ago. Did they? Well, you did, wouldn't, did, did, and did, they did, wouldn't have given it yeah. to you. It's exactly. number one. The, the world is a smaller place. Uh, oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. 20 years ago, you know, 1998. You know, the internet was <laughs> it was around, and yes, but it was yes, yes, only amen. for the hardest of hardcore fans were on forums and, and, and message boards talking about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Number one, because not everybody had a damn laptop or desktop in their house, let alone uh, in their pocket. That's the answer. So Keep going, though, but that's just, the answer. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the product has seen the product is seen by so many more people. I think they realize, like, well, if we try to give them, if we try to promote the same stuff, not even style, but if we try to promote the same type of characters that we did mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 years ago, I guess the audience, like had to go through. potential audience is, is like we're, we're, we'd be shooting ourselves in the foot with our, with a potential, uh, you know, f- fan base. I mean, like, that's just like, like I said, are you like, yeah, oh, there you go. The world is a smaller place. I think that's the answer. But again, to, when you said it's a we stereotype a few minutes ago, like, yes. Like, you think Shinsuke is negotiating yeah. his contract with Vince and Triple H backstage? Like, okay, Mr. McMahon, I want. <laughs> like, no. He's like, all right, this is what I want. Yeah. I want fucking these yeah. things. I want this amount of money. He's talking like a normal person with an accent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Vince knows he can go out there, cut a promo like a normal human being, and doesn't have to be all, you know, with the with the, you know. I get it's like I I think it's a less it's it's less of an issue with Shinsuke, and I give Asuka a little bit more of a break. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I give, yeah, absolutely. I give Shinsuke more of a 
No, 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 no. I give Oscar more of a break because I really do think she's just not as comfortable with English as Shinsuke. But can you imagine if you if I hear Oscar like just like you know no real like I'd be like what the fuck? Why didn't she talk like that on TV? Why did they have her right. doing the slow, you know the the, the 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 slow Japanese cadence thing? Like, yeah, like unless you have to talk like that, unless that's just because that's your level of that of your handle yeah. of the language, let them speak like a normal person, like they do in in real life. It's always but there's <laughs> always know. going to be a little difference. Yeah, you're going to hear it. The accent is an accent, yeah, but you know, let them do what they do. Yeah. It's like, man, I, I, you know, it'd be great if they signed like, uh, uh, you know, wrestler X from fucking, you know, Sudan or you know, Ghana or something. Right. Could you imagine what they would? Mister McMahon. So but, uh, yeah. Fuck that accent all up. But it would be all. It would just be booga booga fucking bullshit. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right. Let's see where we at. Um, oh, let's do this. Uh, these poll results. Let me bring these up here. Uh, so Cam asked the question: um, Where do you rank Sting all time as a WCW wrestler? So specifically, WCW, not all time, not you know, oh, specifically WCW. And as Dan Keister. Uh, pointed out, like, well, WCW didn't exist until 1988. And Cam was like, well, go with that. So let's think 98 or, or uh, 88 to 01, or whenever Sting mm-hmm. like, had his last match mm-hmm. in WCW. Where does he mm-hmm. rank in that uh, uh, 12-year uh, stretch? Uh, oh, and the results and we're talking- were, or the, the answers, the, 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 the options were, um, Top two, top five, top ten, and top twenty-five. Uh, so coming in with nine percent of the vote, uh, we had a decent amount of vote, votes too. Uh, top mm-hmm. twenty-five got nine percent. Um, Makes okay. Shouldn't have gotten I, I, I think that's a little like I don't know Terrible. who these nine percent are that think there are twenty-five or, or twenty-four mm-hmm. WCW wrestlers better. One, better, better one of them. One of them. One of them who voted is you. <laughs> You're just that sting hating ass. But yeah, it had to be no, one. I, 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 I said top five. I mean, I, you know, okay, I hate, okay. but I'm fair. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> and another thing, Sting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, coming in with 15% was top 10. Uh, coming in with 29% was top two. Uh, again, I wonder who are these people that think Sting. Somebody said on on in the in the. <laughs> Somebody hit, hit him with the Drake. Hit us with the Drake line. Sting is top two, and he's not two. Like, all right. I mean, um, do you really think Sting is better than Ric Flair? Better than Rick Rude? Better than Vader? Better than Hulk Hogan? And again, better. Sure, he was a better wrestler, better athlete than Hulk Hogan, but he certainly wasn't more important. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, Hulk, oh, yeah. I guess you can put him in. Yeah, but I'm thinking I, I'm agree. Top two, even though I'm saying top five, Travis, top two is not egregious in my book as far as thing is concerned. You can argue it. I just don't think it's a strong yeah. argument. You better have like 
you know, you better be able to, like, break out, like, well, this match in September of 94 when he wrestled. You know, you better have some real fine examples, man. Yeah, but Sting also... Uh, top five. I mean, yeah. go on, I'm sorry. Go on, this is what he meant to... I'm just saying what he meant to me as a kid. I mean, I, Sting, I mean, just what he meant, you know, I mean, what he meant to the brand. I mean, the different trends, all the stuff that he's went through to everything. I mean, I just think it's not that egregious and it's not that weak of an argument to say he's in top two. I mean, besides, besides throwing in the unfair Hulk Hogan who had already had everything before he went there, if I'm getting my timelines correct, I mean, really, Ric Flair is a no-brainer, but Right, Maybe that's what I'm saying. Top if top if Sting is a top two, then either Hogan or Flair is number three, and I think that's ridiculous. I got it. Hmm. All right. Okay, can we no, can I'm we still, say still, WCW wouldn't be what it what it and for positive and negative, WCW wouldn't have been what it was without Hulk Hogan. I totally, totally yeah. And the same absolutely has to be said about Ric Flair. There would be no, there would have well, been Rick, no foundation. Oh, I'm not even going WCW there. to stand yeah. on without Ric Flair come 1988. I so, wouldn't dare. Right there, there's yeah, your top I mean, two. Yeah. So, this thing ain't, you know. Yeah. So he's three you, or four you know or what five. Is. I find, and they got 46 yeah. percent of the vote, and that that one, and that's the one I voted for. And I think that's just, I think top ten or five, five or ten is is right where. Is right where he uh, he he fits in. I mean, he was a big name that people remember. My little brother, who's my younger brother, he's uh, how old is now? Now twenty four. I think mm-hmm. he'll be twenty five at the end of the year. So I remember. I tell the story every now and then. When I was eighteen, nineteen, he was six, and The Rock in nineteen ninety nine was everything. He was the reason I started watching wrestling again in nineteen ninety nine. And I'm okay. arguing. I'm 19 years old, arguing with a seven-year-old that Rock is that <laughs> Rock is better than Sting. And I'm like, look, you little motherfucker. The only reason you think Sting is better than The Rock is because you saw him in a Sprite commercial, beating up a little kid. <laughs> That's it. That's all his little seven-year-old ass had to go by. He wasn't watching WCW, and obviously he didn't know anybody's history and blah blah blah. So you know, perception is you know matters. Um, you know, yeah. John Cena. You know, I think growing up, Sting was his favorite wrestler more than Hulk Hogan. He, you can look at, you can look at Cena's look and go as, and look at him as the prototype. And you know, and as John Cena before, yeah. before uh, Doctor Thugonomics era, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I definitely see this guy was influenced by Sting, the, the haircut, the body, like sh- absolutely. So. Yeah, so we only ran the one poll this week. This was a, and it was an off-brand, off, you know, kind of poll, which shows you that this wasn't the most newsworthy week. Which going into the fourth, you knew wasn't, you know, it's just not. Yeah. It's just not how WWE or or entertainment period uh, works. It's all your yeah. all your all your prime time, uh, like if you watch cable news, all your prime most, not all, but a lot of the prime time. Hosts are gone. They might have done the show Monday, and then they took off. All the podcasts I listen to, like pre-recorded stuff, or won't be doing episodes this week. Uh, that's just how. Not the East Coast cast. This is, uh, you know, we we here every week. Never lost. <laughs> never missed the show, except that one or two times. And like, 
2015 or something. But, um, Never lost. But yeah, let me see if there's some. Uh, one guy said <laughs> Sting's work ethic was what won him over, and like within 30 seconds of each other, both Wade and I were like, "Work ethic." <laughs> I, I, my specific thing was when you say work ethic, what do you exactly mean by that? Like. And Wade kind of was yeah, yeah. more blunt about it. Like, okay, does he mean work rate? <clears throat> so kayfabe jobber says thing has to be top two because Hogan and Luger, Luger, Hogan, Luger, Savage, Goldberg, etc. fall short of Sting. Loyalty and work ethic for WCW. Flair is the only real argument against him. And then Wade said, "quote unquote work ethic?" question mark he says, I mean, he had some good matches against top, 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 top workers, but otherwise his rep was average in that regard. Middle of the pack, especially for a main roster, a main eventer with guaranteed money. And I said something not as eloquent, but simple, you know, similar, like, the fuck yeah, are you yeah. talking about, fam? Work ethic. Like, not as, not as eloquent. You want to define that? And he responded, by no means was Sting over, an overachiever in the ring. What I mean is Sting held up his end of the bargain in all matches, and he wasn't political in the ring like Nash, Hall, Hogan, or early Sean in WWF. At least I've never heard him to be, which is why I said ethical. Yeah, that's different. He's not a politician. He's That's different from having in-ring work ethic. Uh, yeah, I'm work ethic trying to make work rate Sting was different. some kind of lazy ass. But he just wasn't, uh, especially after coming back from that. No, knee you don't. No. Well, you I never mean, saw this thing as you just saw this thing as a good wrestler. His best, most entertaining, most exciting, most money-drawing run was the year and a half he did not wrestle. That you can't. I don't think you 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 could ever say that about anybody. Not even the worst in-ring performer, like like a you know. Sid or Ultimate Warrior, like but, what the but look, fuck? That impact he, he had, made his though. most money. People cared about him the most when he said yeah. nothing and did nothing. <laughs> you could turn Goose that bump. into, well, yeah, that's how good he was. You didn't, like, yeah, no. That, that that means when he actually said something and did something, it should have blown the place sky high, and that didn't happen. You, so just, you, argument, just, you just took uh, my you just took my counterpoint. You just took. I was about to say yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> he had the one match that did huge numbers, and, you know, he didn't show up. He didn't show up, and it was a dud of a fucking match. You build up a year and a half, and then you have a two-star match? You lose a lot of credibility with a lot of people doing shit like that. So, yeah, that goes to sh- that, Yeah, this shows you how much, uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> you know how much... You know, big stories there were this week of, you know, Sting and his work rate and stuff is, like, huh? carrying a whole segment on this show. <laughs> Those were the two best signs on SmackDown. One guy, I came for the pancakes. The other had a sign that said, I came for the burgers. <laughs> During the New Day segment. That was good. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk to some people. Matter of fact... Let's do a couple of these emails first. Um, I see it looks like we got Willis on the line. Looks like we got maybe Craig. It's one 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 one. So Skyper International. And then 
and it you and and nothing's changed in this regard, Dre. Eight four five. Loyal is all fuck every week. Oh. He's there. Still ain't put his damn hand up though. Uh. Still, wait, I still don't know who he is or she. You know, you think, oh, oh, Dre's back. Let me let me hit one. Nope, he's just still sitting there. With, you know, one day. Long uh, as he's happy. Here's here's Huntington Valley, not Huntington Valley, somewhere in Western. Western New York, <laughs> I forget. Uh, and then we've got a 301 area code that has their hand down. So 301, if you want to get on with Dre and myself, press 1 to let us know uh, that you want to be in the queue. Uh, in the meantime, let me go ahead and read this first email. Uh, so Nathan from from Lafayette chimes in. He says, one, I recently listened to Daniel Bryan do an interview where he talked about WWE's inability to tell long-term storylines. Yeah, I was listening to Katie Vick, uh, Katie Vick's Alive Alive podcast uh, earlier today, and they were talking about this this interview as well. Where mm-hmm. Bryan is gets away with this because he don't give a fuck. He can be like, yeah, no, I don't trust. He can go I in an interview that people are going to hear, I don't trust WWE to tell long-term stories. <laughs> and he asked the interviewer, what in the what in the past gives you or in the past 5 years gives you uh gives you hope that they could tell a long-term storyline for me and the Miz all the way to WrestleMania? Uh so he continues Nathan does. He was discussing the feud between him and Miz. I find it refreshing mm-hmm. how Daniel Bryan is so honest and not afraid to express his feelings and not always and not always tote the <gasps> excuse me. Uh he said tote, but I think he means toe. Uh I guess you can tote a company line. Um he doesn't always tote the company line. Given the culture of WWE, how much heat do you think he gets from Vince for his candid expressions of his feelings? I think it's min- minimal. I think the the heat he would get is at this point, they they know what they're getting. He's not surprising anybody. Nobody, I don't think, mm-hmm. like, God damn it, that Brian, you know, he's giving, you know, I just think they go, oh, well, that's how Brian feels. That's not, we're not going to push him differently or do differently with him, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, just let him say what he has. Where he can say things as long as he's not disrespectful. Um, the question is, how did he, he get to that point? He has political power to, to say those, to say whatever he wants, basically. That's my question. I mean, even after all he's been through and how great he is, I am very still shocked that he, Daniel Bryan, is at is has got that much. What's the word? Cachet, or whatever the word is that you can use that he can get away with something like that. Maybe it's naive of me to think that, but Daniel, I can see a Cena, of course. I know that's extreme, but yeah, Cena or somebody. But when oh, I want to know what date. How many years ago, when did Daniel Bryan actually, or what he did or what happened that he actually got the pull to say what he feels on a, out outside of WWE, you know, outside of the WWE scope, and not get any backlash for it? It's just something interesting. It's just something that interests me. That's all. I don't know. I mean, when you hear that, is that is that surprising for you to hear me say that? Should I know already that he's, I mean, because of his WrestleMania run and all the greatness that he's done, should I be not surprised that he's in that position? What do you think? Um, I think it's, I mean, again, it's 2018. All the stuff that he, yeah. we've seen him go through 
and be put through. Not he didn't just go through things. He was put through things by the company. Yes, uh, yes, indeed, yes. You know, goat face and you're too short and you know the authority and all that bullshit. No, all that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and despite all of that, he's still arguably the most popular per- not wrestling for almost five years or whatever it was three three and a half years he's still the most over guy on the roster you as the as management as the boss you just got to throw your hands up at that point and be like well you know, he he's earned it you i'm sure vince goes hey man i mm-hmm. i don't personally like I'm sure Vince likes him enough as a human being, but I don't per- like his style yeah, yeah. or how he wrestles or how he looks. But God damn it, these fans are paying money to see it, and it'd be like, hey, how about how about how about looking at Roman Reigns and 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 using that attitude? Like it's the inverse. It's yeah, I like him, I love him, I love his look, I love his height, I love his body, uh, you know. Uh, but the fans hate him, so I'm gonna push him down the card. Nope, you know he hasn't. Uh, he he won't go that far. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to give up on somebody that looks like that, though. I'm saying, and I, like I said, I'm I'm not a Roman Reigns hater. I know he's not the greatest, but I know he's definitely. I wouldn't consider him bad. But to the point that yeah. you just said, he is a prototypical fucking. I mean, I, I mean, Pauls or whatever, whatever. He's he's awesome to look at. <laughs> so I mean, he is. So when you, yeah. you mean it's just kind of. I, I can understand Vince's quote unquote hard on. And continuously, you know, I mean, I mean, this is an old story that I'm just re re saying, but yeah, that's just what it is. It's going to be rumorous. He's going to give him every damn shot. Look at him. But again, he needs to be healed, though. How many? How long until? I mean, how long are you just going to, you know, do this thing? He needs to be healed. He needs to be a cocky ass heel. Oh yeah, sure. We're in three there. Yeah, I mean, it's just simple as that. He needs, to, he needs to be fucking everybody's girlfriend on uh Oh, my like, God. That you believe his, it. You believe it. It needs to be his. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Stephanie is a victim, yep. too. What are you talking about? <laughs> Everybody. No one's you safe. Gotta be a victim. Damn. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I mean, you know what I mean. Just, you know, Linda, yeah. whatever. And nobody's safe. That's all I'm saying when it comes to casting <laughs> over Roman. See, the thing is. He would have to be like a manipulator with that. Like he's not going to fuck Linda, or even or even Stephanie, because no, he's not stupid enough to know where. But he definitely but he's use uses that to get what he wants. His sex appeal combined him. with his combined with his rough exterior oh, combined with his machismo. What? She not going to book you oh. in the match you want? Hell no. Maybe girl. maybe grab her by her wrist a little bit. Maybe yank her just gently a little bit. That she's not threatened, but she know you means business. I'm telling you, just yeah. little subtle things like that. Mm. Right, like Triple H don't have that swag. He got the muscles and the power. But he ain't got and, that swag, uh, no. He ain't got the, like, cool factor that Roman has. And and no matter what people yeah. think, like, Roman's still a cool guy. He's cool, you know, all yeah, that kind of stuff. But, yeah, yeah, Triple H ain't got that. And he brings something to the table that, uh, yeah. He, he, yeah and he's young? Shit. I'd have him, uh, <laughs> Yeah, like heel Roman Reigns. Like I'd have, I've had that man absolutely hated. I'd have him hated <laughs> in, a, in a good I'd way. I'd have him hated like I hate Shayna Baszler. 
where it's like, mm-hmm. oh God, I want to fuck him so bad. But I mean, wait, I said pretty I much. don't want to fuck Shane. Pretty much, pretty not, much, pretty much. Thank you. <laughs> where I meant to go with that. Thank you. And, it, and a lot of and a lot of you know men out there thinking the same shit probably about Roman Reigns and shit, hating him, probably thinking that how dare you, Roman Reigns, make me feel these way, feel these ways. Speaking of feeling ways that I shouldn't be feeling about a man, yeah, yeah. we should be talking. We should be. We have to talk about. Oh God, you have to look at uh, Exolicious on Lucha Underground. I, we're not going to talk about it because you haven't seen it yet. The ball, you just got to see it. It's just. It's. I just need to get your. He's different. He is way. He is way. I don't. I think he would want you to say she's different. To be honest with you, and I'm not being ignorant saying that. You got to see this dude. Not only how he presents himself. What number one, I just pulled him up on YouTube and if this screenshot is accurate, he looks like a woman. Yes. And he Oh okay. listen, he's he's basically a woman that Yo, you know. Is that is his outfit? outfit? He got like the shark? Yes. Uh, yeah, what the bruh, fuck? Bruh. He, bruh, he's a woman. And I'm not just talking about the way he's dressing and the way he looks. I'm talking yeah. about every small, nuanced detail of his mannerism. Everything. It's like, honestly, sorry, Constellation. I'm, I'm a, I guess I still got a lot of old school. It's still kind of, it's almost cringy a little bit until I get used to it. It's like, it's almost like, oh, come on, dude. That, that, that's kind of my thought. Like, oh, wow. It's, but you know, it's just. But sorry, I gotta. You can't deny. You, but the boy, the boy, but the boy do got skills though. One thing I will, not, I will say, when if you aside from all the flamboyance, he is really he's a, he's enjoyable to watch in the ring. That's the one thing that I wanted to get over. But he's definitely different. Three caskets. Oh yeah, they, they are uh, loose oh, underground. You know, look at know this some other shit. guy, man. Wait, that's Jack Evans. Yeah. Jack Evans got a beard and looks like a grown-up now. Well, body don't, but yeah. Oh come on, guy. This is, it's just too much. It, 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 uh, it's too much. That, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Like I'm one of those well-meaning bigots. Like, like you yeah. know, be gay, but don't be yeah. so in my face, gay. But don't be a, like, you can be gay, but can, I mean, come on. Right, that's where you can lose that at a certain level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that crowd ain't saying one fall. I guess. All right. I, I tell you I, one I, thing. He's better. He's better. He's better than. He's better than that old motherfucker that they had kissing everybody about a year ago. Who I who I couldn't stand. Not because he was dressing like a woman or whatever. Just because he was annoying as fuck. And I'm glad. They, I guess that this is an amazing upgrade. I don't know the guy's the per, the person's name, but anyway, I got off on you know my exolicious fantasy. Sorry. <laughs> And yeah, he, 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 looks, he definitely looks interesting. He looks like super provocative. Like that's just like what he's tr- going for. He's just trying to be. He's going to be a woman. Like we're that's trying what to figure trying. out, like why did uh, 
Velveteen do the Hogan stuff. And I think he's just being provocative. He just wanted yeah. to make get people talking, and and you know it it worked. It got Hogan to it got Hogan to say something. It got us like it got it got it inspired Cam to put out some merch that made us the most money. Nice we've made since we've done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wanted a nice try, Terry. T-shirt, bag, stickers, whatever. So, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. All right. Let me finish Nathan's uh, email here. Uh, second question is: uh, I'm not, I'm not sure if you guys discussed this, but about two weeks ago, Hogan, oh, here we go. Hogan tweeted about being Velveteen Dream's manager, and Velveteen shut that down quickly, letting Hogan know the Dream roles, uh, ro- uh, roles. He just maybe he was doing audible. Whatever, but Dream rolls alone. Uh, how shameless is it that Hogan would try to ride Dream's coattails to get back in the company? Uh, hypothetically, do you think Hogan being Dream's manager would hurt Dream's popularity? Uh, answer that last part. Fuck yeah, he don't need no goddamn mm, Hogan it's, to, to, to be it's popular. It's obvious why he would. It's so obvious too. Oh god, it's so obvious. And that's the reason why I would oh, say. Oh, he saw he well, sees a, all, an over black guy and he wants to attach himself, and so he can be like, I'm oh, not me. I like him. Yeah, mean? not only not only is not only is he uh, black, but he's like one of those weird blacks. Like he's like he's, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like you could double, you he's could the double type of black you know, that most a, blacks might not even like, and I'm going to embrace exactly, yeah. exactly. So he can fucking kill two birds with one stone right there. He, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. How progressive I am. Yeah, no, we did talk about it when we. I'm, I don't know how you missed that conversation, uh, Nathan, but yeah, when when it happened. Two weeks ago or whatever, we uh, we talked about Cam came on and talked about how um, how yeah people were just flocking to see uh, to get to get the nice try Terry merch. Uh, so yeah, no, he would he would he would kill Dream's popularity. It would be very obvious that he's uh, that he's that he's. Most trying. importantly, Dream doesn't need him. That's the thing. He don't, and he don't need That's him. That's the most yes, important. You're right. Most yeah. importantly, he don't fucking need no Hogan being his manager, standing next to him, bigger than him, or at least like, you know, taller and thicker, and 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 taking up uh and taking up the spotlight and sucking the oxygen exactly. out of the air. Or yeah, so out of the room. So it would be a bad, bad idea. And number three. I'm depressed that Boogie signed with the Warriors. Will this ruin the NBA? I'm being facetious, but this seems un- so unfair. I had to get that off my chest. Happy Fourth. Uh, I don't particularly. I don't. Not a fan. I don't follow the NBA and much uh, unless it's the Sixers. So I don't. Uh, I don't. I, I, know, I don't Derek, know. I, I, Eric Cousins, Demarcus Cousins. Whatever the fuck it is. Demarcus, yeah. I know he's a kind of a yeah. yeah, I know he's a troublemaker. Uh I know he doesn't he get a lot of texts and stuff. He's misunderstood. We're going. Oh, is that it? Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah, 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 he's misunderstood. Fucking yeah, asshole. Yeah, I mean if, if he if, if I say one thing, I'm not too big of a basketball guy either, but I'm curious to see how he fits in the system of Golden State. And that's where I'll leave it because I don't really know too much else besides that. But that's my – when I heard that signing, that's initially what I thought. I wonder how they're going to fit. Yeah, he shoots the three and everything, but still want to know how he's going to fit in that system, how they're going to acclimate him into their system. So that's what I'm waiting on. Yeah, I don't 
Yeah, I don't I don't get the consternation why people why people care. Like somebody put out a tweet like y'all were mad when what did it say? It said y'all were mad when some oh when Mello went when Mello secured the bag at 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 the championship's <laughs> expense. Right? But now y'all mad mm-hmm. at Cousins for securing potential championships and not securing the bag. Like, y'all got to pick one. And that's just typical sports fan bullshit where it doesn't matter what anybody does. People are going to find a fucking way. Like, why do people care? Like, that he that, that he only signed for five point whatever million. Like, what? Why is something, that even? Something uh, to talk about. Look, I hate, even when I was a kid and it started becoming a thing and we were, we were like teenagers, like uh, early mm-hmm. teens and stuff, the early 90s when, I remember in 1990 when Nolan Ryan became the first million dollar athlete, like, or 89, whatever that was. And I was just like, why is, why do we need to know this as the public? Sexy. So I've never been a fan of such and such and such signs for signs for, you know, this amount of money. So people that are will you know, have no idea how contracts work or will make the anything close to that kind of money can then get on whatever form they have and go, blah blah blah, this is great or this is bad or this is why. Like, just shut up. It's not your money. You're not getting paid. you know, my mom always gets on like like just normal fandom. Like, what do y'all care? Why oh, are yeah, y'all cheering? Y'all ain't getting paid. Yeah, like, first normal. off, mom, yeah. shut the fuck up, okay? Like, because you don't have you any know, other. You don't have like, any other. You don't have any other. <laughs> stop acting like you don't. Have any she she watches uh, uh, the the thing with Tyra Banks, the model runway showdown or whatever. Uh, like, yeah, you have your yeah, favorite. Uh, you yeah, root for people. Thing. What the fuck do you care what magazines this bitch get on, or how her catwalk is, and all that kind of shit. So it's just you know non. That's the typical. Yeah. Look at other people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fine. But but in some regards, she's she's kind of right. Like we ain't getting none of that. We ain't getting nothing out of this but some 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 surface level enjoyment. But we put so much into it, uh, uh, time and energy talking about it and analyzing and blah blah blah. Like, you know. But I do that here every fucking week. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, so I, I definitely understand it. But when you're talking about, like, real money and salary, at least what we talk about is, you know, storyline stuff. It's entertainment. They're, like, all into people's pockets and t- pocket-watching them, and that's that's always been weird. Just pocket-watching? Number nine? I'm sorry. Sorry, I appreciate that uh, email, Nathan. That's, uh... Let's, uh... Oh, look, LaMarcus and Marcus got one in. So but let's take a call. Who's on on the line here? Let's, uh, ah, 301 put their hand up. So let's see who this is. 301 Maryland. Is this Ryan from Maryland? Let's see. Uh, 301, who's this? What Where are you from? Hi, this is Clyde from Shepherdstown. Clyde from Shepherdstown. Where is that? Maryland, Virginia? What is that? Uh, West Shepherdstown. It's not the same line. We spoke before, or twice before. Ah, cool. Welcome back, Clyde. Thanks. Um, And I want to start off by saying, as someone who's home on the 4th of July, very happy you're doing the show. Oh, yeah. (laughs) uh, Even if there was nobody on the, uh, the, you know, in the phone queue, I would, um, 
you know, I think of something to talk about for two hours. Because <laughs> I know people are, you know, listen, as a person that it. listens to, you know, 15 podcasts a week, I don't know, on any given week, you know, you certainly understand. You know, I, I know when I wake up or, and you know, hey, such and such is supposed to be supposed to be posted by 10 o'clock on Tuesday morning. What the fuck? You know, you want to get on Twitter and, and hit them up in the DM. Where's the damn show? So I get you want your content and uh, you're expecting it. And we're coming up on, we're past 400 shows. This is like 404 or 405. And mm-hmm. this July, it'll be 10 years with the torch. And this September, it'll be eight years on Blog Talk Radio doing this East Coast cast. So, <laughs> you know, people expect, you know people have an expectation. And especially if I don't put out a notice like, hey, no show this week. If I just don't, there's just silence and there's no show. I think that's, uh, you know, unfair. So, um, so, yeah, I'm here. I'm doing it for y'all. <laughs> and I'm glad you appreciate well, it. <clears throat> you're not the East Coast cast. You're the loyal to your listeners cast. How about that? Mm. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Um, starting off, um, if I was going to lead with something about this podcast, right now it would be about your crush on Roman Reigns and how you'd like to hate fuck him. <laughs> I hear that correctly. It wouldn't be hate. Oh, yeah. just be good old-fashioned. That definitely fuck. wouldn't be hate. <laughs> And, not, and and who and and we didn't even we didn't even distinguish who's doing the fucking but going. Keep on okay. what well, you're saying. Just for true confessioning, oh, uh, mine would be Tomasa Champa. Um, oh. Second, oh. second my yep. uh, Sting would be in my probably number eight on my list, mainly because okay, I loved okay. '89, '90, '91, '92 Sting. Uh, but he was, and that was a hard, and he didn't live up to that in the next eight years, ten years. Well, one of the problems was I can't remember. I think it was a Clash of the Champions, and he was climbing into the steel cage to fight. Oh, and uh, and uh, this longtime security guy, what was his name, grabbed him and pulled him down, and ended up injuring his knee right as he was ready to get a great push. Uh, that was the culmination of the long-time storyline. Mm. So I think he he had a couple of really unlucky injuries that helped derail, you know, what could have been uh, building him up to his potential. But after that, yeah. then he dropped the ball. So that's on him. But, again, was uh, it was it, you know – Fear of another, I don't want to say catastrophic. He didn't, uh, Willis McGahee, or not Willis McGahee, who's the one that from Ohio State that just, uh, in that championship game, uh, well, I guess it was Willis McGahee. I don't know. Somebody just, that was a catastrophic injury. Or Sid off the top row, off the second row busting, you know, that's a catastrophic injury. But, you know, he tore his ACL in 1991. Tearing your ACL in 91 is different from tearing your ACL in, in 2018. You know, you, you know, you're off for 15 months in, in 1991 compared to, you know, you you depending on the, your your work ethic. You know, if you're a if you're a um, Seth Rollins type, you can be back in eight months. Right. You know, you really push yourself. You really train. You you do all the the necessary stuff because technology and medicine and all that stuff has just come so much further in the last 25 years. 
but maybe the next 10 years of Sting's career was just, I don't want that to happen to me again. I'm not going to be putting myself at risk. No need to be, you know, to do things. And then when you're looking, when you see the industry going one way, uh, you know, with ECW and hardcore stuff and what WWF started doing later and even WCW, I, I, I would not blame him if he went. And I wouldn't even blame if Hogan or somebody went like, hey, brother, <laughs> you know, like we're old school. We're, we, we, we grab a hole yeah. and, <laughs> you know, that's five minutes of our match. Uh, uh, look, I wouldn't hate on him either for that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. So, but it well, is certainly never, something to talk about. Like, hey, you never know that might have uh, that might have played a role in why his, you know, mid and late nineties run was just didn't live up to what he did in the late eighties, early nineties. There's, there's always there's always factors in the story that get missed, and I appreciate you for you know you know bringing something like that up because definitely could be. And he yeah. um, he didn't have the love of the business the way others did. He was a bodybuilder who saw it as a way to make money. Off being a body, yeah. you know, off his body, and he, you know, mm-hmm. he did his part in being carried to some excellent matches. He did have a correct charisma, even though he couldn't do promos. You know yeah. that that young Sting did have a charisma factor, but oh god, you know, did he? If did he ever? had a better personality, or or just was able to cut better promos, I don't think we're having this conversation. Or or it's, yeah. it's more clear-cut. Uh, uh, yeah. Clyde's not talking about number eight. He's arguing about him. He should be in that number one or two spot. And he should be, had but just a, a, you know, 25% better promo ability. Yeah. Then he There's cracked. no no sting promo. No, there is a sting promo I do remember, and it wasn't even a real, really a promo. It wasn't a backstage interview or stand in the ring promo. It was Joker Sting. Uh, what, what you gonna do? Knock my teeth out? <laughs> no, that was that was that was that was the pinnacle. That was the pinnacle. You talking about what? what you talking about the one with him and? We talking about the one with him and Hogan and backstage? You talking about that one? Yeah, that shit was a oh yeah. We was we got we 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 went on that for like a, a long time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I almost want to go find that audio. <laughs> and I'm about to pull it up right now. Sting, knock your brains out. What if 1990 Sting could do the promos of TNA Sting? Dang, now that's something um, to consider. Sure, but even promo, even TNA Sting promos weren't. You know, they they were fine. They were better, but the, the bar was already. So low. I mean, it would definitely be an improvement. It was, but again, hard not to improve on. You know, you know, if you're at a one on a scale of one to ten, it's hard not to turn be able to turn that one into a four, and then it all of a sudden seems like wow. Sting had the best. Sting had the best screams. I guess he. I think yeah, he had the best screams in the business though. You know, he had his own version of the flare woo. I remember that back in the day. He was screaming everybody. That would get my juices before I wanted to tell you that. So he had, a, like you said, I never remember Sting for, you know, charisma or that for work rate. You know, solid, well, like solid said, work rate for that matter. Had a charisma. I don't want to be sitting here trying oh, to pretend. He, like oh yes, yes. Man. Oh no. And F, you know. and all of his career, he had a. You know, it, it, yeah. how, whether he I was booked, you know. It's the, Even out of the makeup on WWE documentary, yeah. you get, like, why mm-hmm. he was a star. Or, it, you know, was yeah. and is a star. 
Okay. Well, that's yeah, what, what I have. Yeah. No, that's it. Um, oh, cool. Didn't hear you talk. Can you hear me still? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay. Uh, it was interesting to hear you talk about the uh, um, evolving standards about, you know, the, I was thinking of adorable Adrian, Adrian Adonis, and the transgender character he played back in the day, or yeah. whatever. As just well, a heat mag. Versus, I don't think he was supposed to be trans, but I get what you're saying. Well, I, you know, he wore makeup. I definitely I'm androgynous, though, right? Yeah, I don't think it in any way. Trans. Yeah, yeah. I but again, I, I know what you're saying. You know, yeah, I'm gonna get that vibe from Exolicious. Like he's just doing a doing a gimmick in a way that would have worked 25 years ago. Like people would have, you know, chanted. Terrible things, Adam, and it's just today. It's just like you're just, you're trying too hard. Like I get like I don't yeah, get the feeling. Well, well, that, well, I, and again, but, I watched them for two minutes. You know, a half yeah, hour yeah, you ago, gotta watch them because feeling, I, that was my initial thing too. But it's like, isn't yeah. this kind of honestly? And I'm not trying to be smart when I say this, Travis. Isn't that the kind of the future where you're going to have motherfuckers dudes out here like women? On a lot of venues, just like you see on TV. This motherfucker did a acai moonsault uh, vertical from the out from the from the ring, out landed on his feet and did a full on twerk better than anybody you've seen in a, in a on a video in the last three years. I mean, maybe I'm just saying it's just maybe, maybe yeah, you saying he's doing too much, but and I'm not saying that you're saying this as. You know, but maybe you know, you know, maybe this is what the fuck it is. Maybe he's, you know, this is what we're. I'm not saying everybody's like this. I'm just saying uh, I, it's, t- it's going to take some getting used to. But I just think that you know, stuff like that, like is, that is going to be here more. It's like that saying that to someone that's lived a, an absolutely privileged life, equality seems like oppression to them. Like, all of a sudden, I'm not on the top of the food chain. Oh, my God, I have to fucking share a bus with these, you know, these people. And I got whatever. It all of a sudden feels yeah. like equality. is. So I think when you're saying the future, like, no, they'll be represented. I think they'll be represented now. Not you all. Know, that, all. That, that's what I mean. They'll, they'll be, be represented, represented now. That's what I mean. As they are in society at like a 10, 8, yes. 10, 12 percent clip. And to us, it yes, seems yes, that yes. Some, we've not seen that in in mainstream media, you know, uh, 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 except here and there, very, very uh, specific thing, whether it's Modern Family or you know, Queer Eye or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, it's not yeah, something. Yeah. So to us, it'll seem like, oh my God, everybody's got a gay on this show. What is the world coming to? When it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's one guy on the roster out of. 200 like it's not a big deal it's but i yeah. guess my whole so, thing my whole thing is that 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 part of society is actually being represented at all is you know that's the thing you know i know for a fact that that's definitely not what most people will be but the fact that you have a guy like that at all you know and then you have people nowadays cheer team dream wouldn't be getting cheered for i don't know how many years ago i mean people no. love him I mean, he with a capital off, he shouldn't L. shouldn't be getting cheered now. It's just that because he's a heel. He doesn't do anything. He's not yeah, admirable. Yeah. He doesn't do anything that's he's a not. good guy stuff. <laughs> you yeah. know, so, show you how that's, people just are. The, the, that's just the level, the, 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 uh, where we are. As, exactly. As, you know, 
wrestling world or whatever. So, yeah. Well, and look at Dalton Castle, who in some ways is similar to Velveteen Dream. I love Dalton Castle. Love him. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was, yeah. I was, I was on that bandwagon from the from the drive. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, I was not happy when I saw the uh, the uh, results from from ROH that'll air in a few weeks. Unless Lethal won a different title, maybe. I didn't really pay ton, too close attention. But, yeah, unless this means Dalton Castle's going to show up in NXT and, you know, the end of the year, then that'll be cool. So, but, yeah, but know. Dalton plays it. He plays it like, I don't know. It's just when I look at Exolicious, it's like, oh, this guy's trying to be a woman. When I look at Dalton yeah. Castle, like, Oh, he's Dalton Castle. He just happens to be flamboyant as fuck and his feathers and his boys and all that. Oh yeah, like, I, I don't know. know. It's, that's why I didn't shake his hand. That's why I didn't bring up. That's why I didn't. I was careful not to bring up Velveteen Dream when describing him because that are those are two totally different lanes in my opinion. Totally different. Yeah, <laughs> nope. absolutely. Yeah. Hoteps are going to be like, see, see what they doing to us. Yeah, <laughs> it's that baby. No, I said this to Cam like two weeks ago when Velveteen Dream hits the main roster. The hoteps are going to go out of their minds, and I appreciate the uh, the call, Clyde. Man, don't be a stranger. Uh, call us back anytime. You are always welcome. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be calls to to. Did you see that that one tweet where the guy was like, "If you watch wrestling, you get <laughs> you like to watch twenty men in in in, in, in shorts." Rubbing on each other, you get like, like you got some issues you need to work out. How the fuck? Home. Well, first of all, how the fuck? How the fuck did that dude tweet from 1950? Because that was the first time that shit was ever said. <laughs> We're gone. Uh, right. Yeah, because no one's ever made the homoerotic wrestling fucking exactly. joke or or comparison or nothing. That's yeah, totally to way to be fresh and unique, pal. Your favorite rapper is a wrestling fan. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> uh, Craig on Twitter. My Skype is fucking up. Sorry, I'm still awake. Oh, there he is down there. Uh, let's see. Speaking of Craig, let's try to bring him on, see if his Skype's working. Uh, Craig, what's happening? What up? Hey, how's it going? Doing all right. What's up? What's up? Hey, Bardre, it's so awesome to actually be talking to you. Like, I, I got out of uh, East Coast Cats when they got guys started talking about the Flash and giving away spoilers and stuff. So I, I was out of uh, East Coast Cats for about two years. Or, uh-huh. uh, yeah, about, yeah, two years. But I'm so, I'm glad to be, I'm glad to hear your voice, man. And I'm glad to be, be talking to you. I'm honored. I'm, well, look, I'm honored that you're honored, brother, and I'm serious when I say that. Everybody that always, you know, every once in a while I get a a tweet or a DM that I missed you on the show and I missed your voice. I don't give a shit if it's one person. It means everything to me, and I mean that, you know, I mean that wholeheartedly. So thank you, brother, and I, I feel the same way. I wish I, wish I could have called back in the day um, to – uh, 2014 is when I started getting into wrestling again, and um, I I didn't really have any confidence. I still really don't actually, but 
I didn't have, I had no confidence to call into a show until uh, the beginning of last year. And then I called mm-hmm. it. I, I got caught up on flash and, and I called Taz show first. And then I called in the East coast cast like two weeks after that. And, and uh, Trav and uh, Cam made me feel really welcome. I love this show. Oh, you know, we love you. And like you said, once you get over it, that's like anything in life. I mean, once you get over that first hurdle, confidence is a, you know, confidence is an issue that I have in life and a lot of things too. But once you get over that first hurdle, now it snowballs. Now you're here talking to us. So there you go. I'm so, I'm so thankful. Thanks for uh, filling in and everything. Um, I, I have like a bunch of shit to uh, talk about and, I got it all numbered, listed on a list here on a paper. But um, I've been drinking all day because I have I I'm off Wednesday night. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> all right. My my uh, first thing is uh, the Hogan is toxic. He is 22 shots of yag in 45 minutes. I did that. <laughs> like <laughs> twenty two shots of Hogan Hogan or whatever in twenty two hours is or whatever. That's it's, God yeah. damn. Yeah, Hogan's fun for a minute, and then like once you do so much Hogan, yeah, get it out of my system. And and uh, I ended up uh, setting a record in a bar, so therefore he's in a lot of people's Mount Rushmore and everything. But it was ultimately, like, I wanted to vomit all over the place. Like, Hogan is a scourge on society. People like Hogan are. And I, I bought my uh, nice trade, nice tri Terry shirt tonight. Nice. Um, <laughs> I want to give you guys my one got to go before I uh, um, fall off. Because my, my connection's been really weird tonight. Um. Wait, didn't, gotta you go. co-sign, uh, didn't you co-sign Brian Alston when you said about the barbecue chicken? So I'm already dubious about whatever you're about to hit us with. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. I got I, a tweet right here. I... <laughs> All right, fine. Say the tweet, whatever you got to say. I mean, you've been drinking, Craig, so maybe you said something that you you know you didn't necessarily mean. She's wonderful, but there's a lot, thousands of grandma around the, the millions of grandma Man, around the world that make macaroni and cheese. I made macaroni and cheese, and cheese for, for Cam's birthday thing, Christmas party and they uh, in 2016. And okay. like, it wasn't anything special, but I would certainly take that over some fucking, the best, who you know, the best box mac and cheese. It's not even I close. I have stories about how much mac and cheese sucks. And I, I don't want to inundate you with those stories. My 
no no mac and cheese I've ever eaten has been good except for Kraft macaroni and cheese and from the box and with ketchup and Tabasco. So uh, who put, ra- who put raisins you in your macaroni that. and cheese? Ketchup's a little weird, from, but I certainly can understand my, Tabasco or hot no, sauce. No. No? Mm-hmm. None of that shit, no. Yeah, when I get those I mac, and mac and cheese, cheese. cups, first off, the blue, oh, why that crap? Oh, you mean those joints? It's bland as fuck. I don't fuck, fuck with it, no. No, yeah, but I got to put a little bit know, of salt in it. Struggle meals are uh, coming through, and, you know, you get the four-pack from CBS or something for, like, three bucks. And because it's it's powdered fucking cheese, you know, garbage fucking ingredients to start with, and it's bland as hell. So if you don't put a pepper and hot sauce and shit in it, you're just going to be eating it. You yeah, might you eat the fucking box. Trav, I eat I ramen noodles every day at work. Okay, but that still doesn't mean that's still. You're going to have me sounding like Cam. Cam tried to shame me because, well, I was kind of a scumbag because it was all these Mexican, little Mexican kids at the Jack in the Box and I'm having a chicken sandwich the other day. And I took a picture. I was like, where are where are the Mexican child separators when you need them? You know, just being a scumbag in the group chat. Yeah. And, and, instead yeah. of, and instead of getting heat from my callous, insensitive joke about separating Mexican kids from the, well, or, you know, Mexican kids. And yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Uh, and he's like, this man is in jack-in-a-box sober. Like, fucking Cam, just because you got muscles and shit and eat fucking steamed broccoli, don't, like, shame me for for, for eating uh, uh I wouldn't. You should have gave. You should have had a meme. You should have had like a whatever or a James Harden meme on that fucking thing. Fuck. I was numb. Like whatever. He's kind of right. I mean, I'm eating fucking Jack and Brown. Yeah, but come on. Let's 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 be. Let's you know. Are you like you like you like like Cam? Like five years ago, Fat Cam would have been right next to me eating fucking Jack in a Box. Exactly. Now he now look. Now he Milo in the game. Fat shaming. Got fucking you know Fetch. summer body going. You know he wanna he wanna. And it's a, and it's a good and it's a good body. Down I mean, his strong not, muscular not, nose at other people. Not, that that well, right, right, was right, pretty me, appealing. Good. Let Sorry, me ask on. you guys this question here. Yeah. All right. So like tonight, I have Wednesday nights and Sunday nights off. So I have Wednesday night off. I'm calling the East Coast Cats. You guys are like you know, my main event for tonight. I've, I've stayed up all day and I've been drinking and shit trying to stay That's awake. That's fucking awesome. And, and, and Sundays, usually football's on, but you know, um, uh, there's no football on. And, and right. I, well, either way. Um, so I have to make a decision on what to eat. So some, like I make so much money per week and, mm-hmm. Tonight, I I was like, man, I'm enjoying the East Coast cast. I got I and I ordered pizza, okay. but mm-hmm. that took away from from the rest of the um, money I have to spend on food for the rest of the week. So I eat ramen noodles at work and and eat uh, like a can of chili with some crackers and and then I'll eat like a salami sandwich and stuff like that for the rest of the week. So would you rather? Um, spread that money out over the course of the week, or would you rather gorge one week? Like, because I got a pizza here and a sub, yeah. and I'm I'm having a good old time, and then I'm gonna have to like you know do ramen noodles for the rest of the week. But I would I, I would say rather shoot that or the cut it out. I I I totally understand the 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 the, the budgeting part 
uh, of it. Um, but there are better things. Like ramen, just noodles and noodles just is, like my roommate, he just fucking loves it. He eats cups of noodles all the time. And I'm just like, and he's a skinny fuck, so it's not even like a, but that stuff is so terrible, like for your insides. And like, it's just yeah. like all the things you read about <laughs> but noodles and noodles. Brad, and like, besides the I'm MSG, not, like that shit does not like absorb. Bro, like, save, save, save a couple of those slices for tomorrow and make some ramen noodles, top them jones off. With the top those slices off with the ramen noodles. Trust me, you'll be, you'll be good. You ever tried that? Oh, before? and here's awesome. also, Craig, instead of, here's an easy, like, kind of hack, life hack, uh, as far as, like, because you don't want to eat, be eating, like, uh, processed meats all the time, like uh, lunch meat and salami no, and bologna and stuff. All the time. All the time. Like, you just don't want So yeah. I'll buy a roasted chicken, you know, for six ninety nine from H-E-B, and, you know, that'll be my sandwich meat, just sliced chicken. And then the mm, thighs and, mm. the, and the legs and shit, I'll just have like for dinner for two days, and that's like a week of 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 lunch. Or I'll take the thigh and well, leg yeah, and I, put it in a microwave for lunch or something like that. But I yeah. was I was pretty much exaggerating on the on the I only eat ramen noodles for the rest of the week thing. But the lunch yeah, thing, you know, like, 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 like chicken uh, and stuff like that. Let me turn that down. Sorry. Santana Garrett? Who's she? Oh, Santana Garrett. She's with uh, NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Is she she facing my girl? Who's she facing? Because if she's facing Bianca, she's getting her ass whooped. No, no. She's still still facing somebody in the... uh... Oh, she was in the Mae Young? She must have went out in the first round, and I never even wrote about her. Yeah. Yeah. Santana Garrett's good, people. Um... Sorry, I got my paper all up here. Yeah. Uh, there needs to be dog collars on PWTs on the uh, or South Congress uh, tees or whatever. I ordered a bunch of shit oh. and they didn't have dog collars because I need a new dog collar. So I got to go on WWE shop or some shit. Yeah. I wanted a good. I mean, you could go to the pet store and get one that doesn't have a, a, a goofy wrestler or yeah, but catchphrase. I, wanna, I, would, I would rather... <laughs> Just get yourself a nice brown leather fucking a... dog leash or, or collar, I mean. No, I mean, <laughs> no, my dog I gotta show my fandom in every aspect. <laughs> right. I am a hey. fan. I am a fan. Hey. If anything... I listen, I... Bruh, I understand. I totally understand. I cannot hate on you for that. Wanting like you know, that's 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 me with certain shit. So I totally understand. Yeah. I cannot hate. I, mean, I dude, I bought a uh, uh, what's it called? ECC is lit. Remember, I bought that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, a oh, you held this down the last year. Like Got himself a Katie Holmes, a uh, Batman laptop yeah. case. Batman yeah, case. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, but uh, the uh, the ECC is lit. Uh, duvet cover actually has worked well for me because I'm having a hard time sleeping right. You snuggled underneath, so some some fan you. I don't snuggle underneath it. It it it. it, Anyway, I'm not gonna. That's not even one of my points. Damn it. Really? Snuggle? The word, the, the word snuggle in 2018 got you all messed up? Come on, man. Come on. If you were snuggling under the blanket, I don't it's all snuggle good. underneath. 
Celebrity beefs equal? I mean, no, because you know, yeah. Yeah, some yeah, of the I'm celebrities sure you know, that I want to know about. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's that's the first thing that came to mind. Is like, yeah, so you know, not to you know, but yeah, that, uh, not, but if I was not to, all if, some, if, if I was to ex, if I was to not include spam, I was I, my thing was I was thinking I was going to say hashtags. Like, oh, those aren't necessary, but they kind of no, are. No, if, you want to, if you want people, if you want to bring yeah, people to I your need that. to your post. Yeah. So, like 205 oh, yeah. Live yeah. last night. Uh, yeah. 205 Live was awesome. I went on there and I clicked on it and saw all the people talking about it and it was like, yes, yes, that was awesome. It was awesome. Have you seen? Have you guys? Either of you guys seen 205 Live from last night? I saw some I have highlights. Not seen I saw that. Live in a while. Yeah, it's gotten really good, Dre. Right? Like it's like okay. Okay. Leo Rush okay. showed up and it's. The Fucking shit Ooh, on two five line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He is. He's yeah. like. He's like cocky Odell Beckham fuckboy with a nice watch and an Adidas. Oh, 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 God! I'm in love already. I'm in love already because yeah. that's what he should be. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He it's, came out last night. He stood up on a table. Or a perfect casting. Yeah. Look at it was great. Bag. And but the 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 match between Buddy Murphy and uh, Mustafa Ali was one of the batch best matches I've seen this year, and that's including New Japan. So, so Buddy Murphy, look, Murphy was standing on the barricade behind the announce desk, right? Uh Uh, Mustafa Ali jumps onto the announce desk, springs to the barricade, so off the announce desk, onto the barricade, next to him, and hits a Spanish fly onto the announce oh, table. Oh, I seen that. I saw that spot. Yeah, I saw that yeah, spot. Yeah. Saw yeah. 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 Ridiculous. Yeah. That, like, yeah, it's that no, I, no, I saw. No, I, I saw. I actually saw that match. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. And they have been doing that for like the last three months, uh, two months. But Murphy and Ali have been feuding for 
like some combination of Murphy, Ali, and Cedric have been having like kick ass matches on NXT the last two, three months. And, uh, okay. and Eli Drake, or not Eli Drake, uh, Drake, uh, Drake Maverick has been like the best. Like they said, they need, like, why is it that all the good GMs are British? Like, they need to get Kurt out of the paint and, and, and bring uh, Nigel oh, that, and Drake, Ma- Drake Maverick, hold on. Drake Maverick's my boy from uh, TNA, right? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oxar's son, yeah. Was the uh, GM. Page is the GM of SmackDown, and Regal's the GM of NXT. <laughs> and Raw yeah. is the fucking worst show, and of course, because... What the fuck is a constable? I mean, I know what it is, but really, did they throw the word constable in... <laughs> did they throw that word in the WWE? They couldn't find any oh, other yeah, title. Okay. That title was... Vince just found out what constable meant. Yeah, yeah no, they needed a, they needed a, you know, because if it was Officer Corbin, it wouldn't sound good, but yeah. Constable Corbin. I was hype. I was like, Constable oh, my God. Corbin. And then when he cut his hair, yeah. I was like, yeah. Baron is Baron. so good. Baron, Baron is a fucking thing, man. Baron Corbin. You already had it. Baron. Baron is I a don't like cool it. term of. Right, but that's already his name. Yeah. He's a constable well, now. I mean, He's a constable Corbin. C squared. Yeah. But the thing is, we see we have constable police cars down here in Austin. <laughs> mm-hmm. They'd be like, constable. He's like, you don't get the fuck out of here with that constable bullshit. That constable bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And then here come Corbin. But I like it because he's a heel and it fits. Mm-hmm. And it got him to cut that bullshit ass uh, fucking hair off his head. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah. As long as Finn beats his ass, I ain't I ain't, I ain't around for friggin' Finn getting beat by. Constable Baron guy, deep six, and then uh, what's his other? What's his finish? End of days. Bye. Sorry, Finn. Thanks, little guy. No, no, no. You're right. I don't want to see Finn lose Corbin either. But man, Corbin's gotten so much more interesting uh, since going to Raw. He is gotten. He's gotten better. Yeah, I've missed that. I gotta, I gotta check it out because I've missed that part. I just seen that. I was like, uh. Here comes this bitch with um, her man bun. So you, I'm going to let you guys you go. Like... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave go you guys ahead, alone. Uh, thank yeah. you thank you guys very much for taking my call. And, and uh, Bardre, I hope you have a good uh, summer because I don't know when I'm going to hear from you again. Hit me up. You get hit Twitter, Pernell B. Hit me up, my man. You know, that's how you get me. So, you know, whatever you want to talk, I you know, can, I'm, I'm, I'm accessible. You. All right. Thank you very much. Love you guys. All right, bro. Thanks, man. No, get off, get off Shayna's, get off Shayna's dildo. Seriously, seriously. <laughs> get off, get her, off her strap. Fucking, her twelve-inch strap. Her black First is off, cold. I like her because cause she 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 pretty, but but she but she buff. You know how she not like all the but, way uh, us, but kind of us, like, but on, all she, the way us, but all the way us. <laughs> I love it. You know I like because she's like she she like us, but not all the way us, but all the way us. You know what I'm all saying? All the way us. Yo, that is Shayna. That is Shayna. <laughs> That's, that's, that's what he said. Yo, I love dude, you know. I swear, I know it's a gimmick. Fuck it. I know he's playing everybody. How does he not I know who Cardi it. B is? I'm supposed to really believe he don't know who Cardi B is. Come on. Are you supposed to believe any of the shit he says? Come on. I, I mean, really. You, I believe he want to fuck. He, I believe he want young M.A. to get the eight-inch out the closet and give him that work. Yeah. And he he, what, he, he don't want to. He take, thinks that Takashi's cute. 
You know, what a, you know, we men, we know what another man cute. I ain't saying I want to fuck yeah, him, yeah. but he cute. But he cute. I can say, like, I can, I can, yes, I'm a man. I can say, oh no, that guy's handsome. I no, definitely can tell you when a guy's ugly. I don't think I'm going to be yeah. like, yeah, no, he's cute. Nah, no, no, no. Handsome is hard to fucking get out, but yeah, no, you know, I mean, yeah, but he kind of stressed it. He's hands, yeah, unless, like I said, unless he's a you know a Roman raised type. Obviously, as the last caller said, I'm trying to hate f him. Hey, listen, there's 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 there's, there's, there's worse there's worse people out there to hate f than Roman Reigns. So I guess I'm not doing too bad. That's all she came out there to do was to talk that little bit of shit. Yo, she right, look. It's her. It's it's her. This is the reality. Get used to it. Yo, ain't nobody fucking with her. When Shayna, when when um, who's the crazy chick that I love? What's the she will whoop your oh. ass easily. Yeah, when Nikki Cross came out there, like, I said that, but I'm like, all that's gonna happen is she's gonna get her ass whooped in the end, and that's just bottom line. Ain't Nikki Cross ain't got no work for her. Yo, did you see the UK show? You got to see this woman that she fought. The, this girl was in the uh, May Young Classic. Taylor something, mm-hmm. some UK broad. Very, very attractive. Very. And like believable, like if you like if you worked if you worked her or if you gave her a good enough wisdom call, you could see her knocking off Shayna. You know what I'm saying? But Shayna will pass yeah. too in the UK show. How do you All not right, like let's... Peter Dunn though? How do you not like Peter like seriously, he's just joking. Like, you... like Shayna Baszler, he's a garbage human being. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. Everybody okay. who likes him. Everybody who supports him. Okay. Everybody whose name is Pete. Fuck them. <laughs> Fucking okay. done, piece of shit. I don't understand how people like him. Like, he does nothing likable. Not a fucking thing. <laughs> nothing. That, but society. You just said society. And you like this, like, this is some old, like, this is some new shit. And people like... There are guys to cheer that, like, oh, yeah, bully him and rip his fingers apart. Joint manipulate the shit out of him. Yeah, that's what you want to see. Yeah, 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 we'll cheer for you. He is a scumbag, Those but he's a assholes. fucking man. Eh, it's a lot of the population, my brother. Not yeah, saying it's a no good kidding. Thing. Look who the fuck, uh, you know, we got up in the fucking White House. Exactly. Like, no kidding. Exactly. The population is full of fucking fuckboys. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Got into this thing the other day where uh, my man Hunter that I used to work with, you know, I knew he was mm-hmm. a Trump supporter. We worked together closely, but, and we've had some really, you know, in-depth conversations and shit, which yeah. made this the way the conversation go piss me off. Um, where he goes, he shares a meme, and it was something about, you know, they don't like him because he's a, he's a conservative Christian and blah, 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 blah. So I asked a simple question. I said, could you show me, not tell me, show me how he's Christ-like? I'll wait. And then he goes, well, he has prayer meetings in the fucking White House and, you know, blah, blah, blah. As if, as if, <laughs> you can't just do that to make people like you go, see, he's a Christian. You know, like, I said, what about 40 mm-hmm. years of, like, his life that he lived? Do you think that, you think ripping people off and, you know, fucking everything moving, you know, and paying for pussy and all that kind of stuff. That's Christ-like. That's Christ-like. Like, come on. Like, but, and then his friend, then he's like, oh, and I guess, you know, Hillary wasn't in, with Benghazi and just all these bullshit right-wing t- 
talking points that obfuscate the conversation. And I just that's what pissed yeah. me off. Like, fam, we've had it was like how remember how you said last uh, week or two ago when we were talking about Jordan Peterson. Like you thought, like wow, I thought you were super left wing and would have been like, uh, you know, fuck that guy. You know, two yeah. days on, you know, every day this week and twice on Sunday. Blah blah blah. I'm like, no, I, you know, you know, <laughs> no. Like I, I have yeah. Yeah. other thoughts and stuff, and I understand, and I'm open to dialogue. It was like that. Like, fam, we talked. Why are you why are you talking to me like I'm some fucking left-wing ideologue? Like, I just right down yeah, the left, left. Like, right down the middle of the left. Like, I don't care about facts. I'm sticking with my team. Like, that's not how I uh, get there. Like, that's not. No. Have you heard me talk about Obama? Like, it's like, come on. Like, come <laughs> on. So it was just like. And then his dumbass friends, you know, it's like, okay, he just wanted to frame me like I'm some fucking, you know, you know, fucking, you know, like you said. liberal ideologue that don't have uh, have a mind of its own. But basically, own. The, basically, basically, the same, the, the other side of the coin as he is doing to you, basically, because that's all yeah, it is. Like, honestly, when, you, when when it comes down to it, to no, he has, no, I just. But that's but basically what I'm course. saying to you is most people get into they even the free even the smart the people that even the people that we well, try to when your side to, is when, when your side is like blatantly right it's hard well, I'm sorry I'm like yes I'm on the side that doesn't fucking want to tear families apart and put uh, Honduran kids in cages yes I'm fucking right I am correct morally ethically socially. I am correct in my thinking, and the people that agree with me are right. There's no middle ground. So some things there are, like, you know, you go, well, you know. But, yeah, you know how this show can get. Can I got you. Let's not get too little. Yeah, yeah, because that was yeah, something yeah. we supposed to be here. <laughs> and another yeah. thing, GOP. Exactly. Um, <laughs> all right, let's uh, we do have another non-VIP email. And it is from Jabron in Vegas. Says, what up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. Is it true about Brock possibly not being ready for SummerSlam and come and come possibly defend the title later on this year? What could this mean going forward for the Raw title? I read this on Bleacher Report via PW Insider. I mean, I don't think it's a not ready. It's not like he's he's not going to make weight. Excuse me, or right, right. you know, other things that you would can you would associate with not being ready. He just ain't going to be at fucking SummerSlam. Nah, baby, that's 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 a main event for somebody else. <laughs> like I would be home chilling, <laughs> shooting the fucking you know the antlers off a fucking deer or some shit. Leave me alone. Hey. Um, so yeah, it's not about him not being ready. He just won't be at SummerSlam. Vince and like WWE already said it. So I don't know. What but isn't he um tra- isn't he in the but he, isn't he training or something? Huh? Uh, Trev, isn't he, isn't he supposed to be like training in the near future or something to be to for? Because well, they got work for him like, for the UFC. Last week it was his last. Someday last week was his last day to get into the USADA testing if he wanted to fight by the okay. end of the year. Ah, uh, okay. I don't so know if he did or not. That's okay. with the tra- That's probably where you're you're hearing about. Oh, he's training. Well, I think it was just he needs to be – he needs to give a sample or do whatever he needs to do to get that process started if he's thinking and, about and fighting come December. Oh, okay. 
because it's a process. Okay. You don't just be like, hey, I want to fight. Oh, no, I know that you saw the process. Yeah, and yeah, and then they're not going to, and they're not going to, they're going to do thorough, not like they did the last time. And Especially they got a lot for of him, because he's already, uh, yeah. he already got yeah. busted and was banned for a year and a half. So His last fight, <laughs> he got busted, yeah. Uh, number two from Jabron. Uh, if y'all had to guess, when do y'all think Braun cashes in, cashes in, and how long do you believe he'll have the title? And who would y'all pick to beat him for the title when that time comes? Uh, thanks, I'll listen to the show. I don't know if it's a foregone conclusion that he cashes in, or that he that he yeah. successfully cashes in, because because of who? Because, because it is a foregone conclusion. <laughs> well, that and because of your the, the the second part, who do you see taking it off of him? Like, well, nobody. Man. So, which is why I don't think he'll he'll uh, you know look at Otis getting a little spelt. His gut looks ah, smaller. whatever, man, whatever, whatever. His gut does not look smaller. Whatever, yeah. I'm not looking at it, and I can tell. Why do you think it's cool? You know what? He would have been awesome, and he wouldn't have been a star. He would have been awesome. 20 years ago, like not now. Yeah, not now. I don't even know, 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, 35, 30 beer, you go, even more than that. Yeah, not now. I like back in, like, UWS or something. And he fits perfectly with doing them dumbass stomps that you like. He's a star. Fuck out of here. He's in the shape of a star. He ain't no star. That's not right. Sorry. That's not right. That's not right. <laughs> But you boo Shayna, uh, you know, Who? wrestling MMA royalty. I say you boo Shayna and shit because you, you know. Yeah, fucking Otis was a he's, I, yeah. I fucking pay to see Otis. I Giving Otis all my money. Look at that face. Look at the facial expression. Look at the charisma. Oh, the charisma pouring out of this guy. Is that charisma or or uh, aneurysm? Whatever it is, I guess, yeah. yeah. Pure, unadulterated charisma. (laughs) Taking on the mighty in a two-on-one handicap match. I'm done with uh, the mighty, too. I'm done with them. Because he's a G. And he won't take up for his, his fallen teammate. Stakes and weights, Otis. baby. Stakes and weights. <laughs> People just, you know, they meet too many Otises. Like, my dad has a brother named Otis. I think Otis died a couple years ago, but uh, Uncle Otis died. But, yeah, <laughs> Otis. It's one of those names, like, for, for men, like, yeah, there are no Merrills or Murrays <laughs> anymore. <laughs> um, who was the one, the guy from uh, from Friends? Not Joey. It was Maybe it was Chandler. Chan- Chandler, Uh-oh. Ross. Maybe it was Ross, but he was on an episode of um, an episode of uh, Scrubs. Wait, was it Scrubs? Some some uh, sitcom from the mid two thousands, and uh-huh. he was in a he. I think he worked in a old folks home, and he was so pissed. He's like, my my parents named me Murray, and he's like forty, and he's like, that's such an old man's name, and he's like. No, it's not. He's like, watch this. 
and he yells down the hall, "Hey Murray!" And like four old guys pop their head out there, out like they're like dorm room, I'm like, huh? <laughs> See? Yeah, Otis. <laughs> Might have to name my first my first son Otis. That's fine. <laughs> he he makes the name bad. That's the thing. That's the thing. You know, it's not the name. It's that 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 individual is making it bad. I know I know several old eye in my life that are pretty good. Um, I think this is Clyde again. Uh, Clyde, that's you, right? Three oh one. Clyde, Yo, three oh one. Clyde knocked out Ian. Ian. Say anything. Let's talk to Willis down in DC. Uh Willis, what's happening? Wow. What what's going on, Peach? What's going on, Dre? Where you been hiding at? What's up? I'm all you know, man, I'm doing my thing, brother. It's good to hear from you, but man, how you doing? I'm doing fine. I can't complain. Only thing I can really complain about is how shitty goddamn raw been the last couple of weeks. That show has been a, a fucking chore to try to damn watch. Oh, I'm glad I haven't. I don't know what the hell they doing on that joint. And this week was nothing but raw, meaning Roman agenda wrestling. Yo, Roman was on Monday. Like, you would have thought Roman was Stone Cold Steve Austin in when in in, in 1998. <laughs> As much as he was on the sh- the, that first hour and a half of that show, he was on that show for a fucking hour, basically. If you time put everything thing together, I like ain't this some shit, and, and I don't understand the logic in this. They basically used the damn revival to try to get some get some cheers for Roman, and that shit didn't yeah, work. Yeah, well, I don't like that at all. That shit didn't even work because when they had put him in the shatter machine, the damn crowd was chanting, one more time, one more time. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, like they did all that and then didn't even get the result that they that they wanted. But oh, yeah. Roman was like the, was extremely unlikable, even with his inter, his interactions with Lashley backstage. Like they both came across. As a couple of dickheads, especially Roman. Roman came off so much like a cry damn baby in the beginning of the show. Well, he's been acting like a cry baby ever since fucking WrestleMania when damn Brock Lesnar put that pussy in the middle of his head. So, <laughs> oh my <yeah>. God. <laughs> like, wait, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he did open them up and yeah, had the had the had the, the, the vulva uh, <laughs> going on his forehead. Um, um, damn, I lost my thought. <laughs> yeah, oh no, no, no! It really head, started after the, the Great American ba- or Great American Bash, the Greatest Royal Rumble, when he uh, you know started this whole real world champ campaign. That's when, to me, the crying. The crybaby stuff really started because he lost at WrestleMania. But once they gave him that out at the greatest at the greatest Royal Rumble, yeah. with the, with, that's when it just the cage. went to overdrive. Yeah, 
Like I, I said once and I said again, Brock Lesnar been watching Raw and, and he's been watching how dumb the show is. He's like, I ain't coming back so, until they start doing, so some, make, doing some, some shit that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Willis thinks Brock Lesnar, the guy who basically has the pin me, pay me oh, no, I was, attitude. I, I was about to say it. I was he, about to say the same thing. He thinks... Roman Reigns, he thinks Brock doesn't respect Roman and won't drop the title to Roman Reigns. So Brock Lesnar, the talent, is 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 holy. Like so, like it's not a far stretch to to say WWE has planned. Oh my God, look at Bianca. Oh my fucking God. WWE had planned either good. at WrestleMania or the Greatest Royal Rumble or somewhere to have him drop mm-hmm. that title to Roman, and he don't want to, so he's not. Can you tell this man how ridiculous that is? Number one, from a talent management standpoint. Number two, from everything we know about Brock Lesnar the past 15 years, about his personality. and Like if they said, hey, you're going to drop this title to Zach Gowan, he'd be like, you paying me my fucking half a million dollars show uh, uh, appearance fee? Yes. Uh, okay. Yep. What's the finish? Yeah, I don't even know. Uh, I don't. I, I would have to agree with Travis, and yeah, I don't think he would. I, mean, maybe I don't get well, why he would might he? actually have a. <laughs> he might yeah, have no, no, have there's, a level, there's like, levels. There's levels. We're like, okay, this, first of all, that, that, I mean, at an extreme, at an extreme, you know, example, Zach Gallagher wouldn't make any sense. Roman Reigns would. And I don't think Brock Lesnar would have, and you know, a problem with that. I don't even get. You'd have to educate me on why he would not respect Roman Reigns, regardless of what the fans think. I'm talking about Brock Lesnar, the man, the, the, the professional, and Roman Reigns, the professional. Why he wouldn't respect Roman Reigns enough to drop it to him? You know, I don't, no, I, don't, I, don't I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Respect Roman Reigns, and you know, in the in the three years or so you've been gone, he's just uh, ratcheted up. Week after week, the Roman Reigns hate. Yeah, but we don't matter, oh, oh, you know, but, in the but, ultimate but, thing. But posted on Facebook him and Roman Reigns. We took a picture with him. They don't hate him that uh, goddamn much. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he one of them types. Uh, yep. Maybe that was maybe he was a, that was a that was a future smile on his heel. Like, look, he hid out in like that fucking uh, uh, behind the hotel and like a in a in a in a. In a and then uh, the fucking Kevin that Owens quarter party. And then nah, nah, nah. <laughs> then popped out, popped out on Roman. Hey, let me get your photograph, Roman. I'm an ambush his ass. And then he gonna post it on that Twitter was, like, look at this bitch ass Roman in my pic with me. <laughs> right. He jumped in the pic, bitch ass motherfucker. Right, I was trying Everything's to about with Roman. Nice, Everything nice yeah. wall, and then Roman Reigns going to jump in my pick. Ooh, Everything's about shit. Roman again. Ha- Everything's hashtag Everything's about, about Roman. Such an ego maniac. <laughs> 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 no, you know the reason why I come across that conclusion is at WrestleMania. No, because at WrestleMania, nobody was paying attention to the damn match. People was throwing fucking um, um beach balls and shit and stuff like that. Yeah, no, no, no. You're and, right there. Absolutely. <laughs> and you're I feel like Brock right. was he, like, he's not over the way he's pushed. Like that's a given. I feel like Brock was like, man, this is embarrassing. I don't want if this is the reaction I'm gonna get every time I wrestle Roman Reigns. 
I don't want to come out no more. That make me look like boo boo the fool. So that's Again, the reason why I feel Rock the way I do. Give a fuck about that stuff. I think you're out of your mind. Not to mention like, Brock Lesnar's perception of Brock Lesnar's who they cheer. Who yeah, anything? Just, his perception you know, of Roman Reigns is like, totally different from the fans. Even though the fans, obviously, the fans really don't matter to a to a point when Roman Reigns still getting pushed away is or whatever. But Brock Lesnar's perception of him is not your or any of the average fans. You know, he probably, honestly, regardless of all the booze, he probably has a respect for him. You know, I mean, I understand what you mean, like the negativity around. But yeah, if you were a wrestler, you would respect Roman Reigns. He goes out, he shows up, he's at work, he, he, you know, all those things, and he he wrestles well for the, you know, relatively speaking, certainly better than dedicated, trying to learn three, four, five years ago. Um, He has, you know, he can get at least carry to, you know, three star plus matches occasionally. Make him a damn jerk heel, please. Worker, if you're just a rando guy, no matter what tier you're on. In, in WWE, whether you're in NXT or you're a main event or on Raw or SmackDown, you abs- so you think AJ Styles doesn't respect Roman Reigns? Oh, definitely like, he does. Like, yeah, I'm sure he of does. Of course. And if AJ respects him, that's something. Projecting, projecting his feelings onto everybody mm-hmm. else. AJ ain't going to say nothing bad about nobody because that's AJ Styles. That's just him. He ain't going to say shit bad about anybody regardless, so. And then, you know who I feel sorry for more than anybody else right now on the damn roster? Mm. It's fucking Finn Balor. They just totally ruined that goddamn man. Ever since he got Wait. hurt and lost that universal title, um, mm-hmm. they haven't done nothing with him since. He's just like an afterthought. <laughs> it's so bad off. He don't need how even talking about I want my title match that I never got. I never really officially lost the title, and he ain't hollered about that shit since. I'm like, this is ridiculous. He should be the first yeah, one hollering about. I should be be fighting yeah, Brock Lesnar before disagree anybody else. That Finn Balor has. They haven't done anything with Finn Balor. It's they haven't, but they'll get to him though. Like that's a talent that I know. Eventually, he'll some he'll have a run out. Unless something catastrophic happens with an injury or something, they know what they have in him. It's just maybe it's just like it's so many spots at the top right now, and then you got fucking Lesnar who's you know taking a big spot. So, so I, like I said, they know what they got in him. I'm just I I I see what you're seeing and I feel what you're feeling. It's just that I have so much confidence in certain people, you know, overcoming whatever adversity they have, and he's one of them. He'll be up there eventually, soon enough, and sooner than later. Just my opinion. I could be wrong, but that's the way I feel. That's it. He's an amazing, immense talent. They got skyrocketed for a reason before the injury happened, so he'll be all right. He'll be all right. And another person, what the fuck have they done with almost since they got him from off of NXT? Yeah, he's definitely the one that I I, I was concerned yeah. about. Like, where's Almas been the last few weeks? And then last night they played the uh, they they had a uh, a thing with him in uh, in Velveteen or Velveteen Zelina, so. You know he's he's around. It's you know, you know SmackDown is, just... is a, that good of show where he doesn't have to be on it on every week, and and you you miss him because you like him, you want to see him, but the show doesn't suffer because he's not on it, which is a which right. which shows if he was on Raw, 
he'd be on Raw. He'd be on every week. And you could say, well, that's probably better. He'd, he'd be getting some character development, uh, whatever. But I think um, bringing him along slowly, he doesn't need it. He's a veteran. He knows how to wrestle. So it's not like a, a, he's a young guy that needs to be brought along slowly. But um, I'm sure they had their reasons. Like, I'm not uh, – like with AOP, like I'm sure there was a reason they brought him on, had him involved in stuff, and then put him on the show for six weeks and make everybody wonder. Same thing with Sanity. Like I'm, like I have to assume and give WWE the benefit of the doubt in those in those situations. Like, hey, they're around these guys all day, every day, every week. Uh, you just never know. Fucking Razar might have needed to go back to Albania to. to, to you know, to do some shit. You never, you know, you just so don't know what guys are going through in their real Well, they lives. did say they had to work their um, visa stuff out. I heard about that online. They had oh, to work okay. their visa so, stuff out. That's why they yeah. ain't been on TV. And they're kind of, look, they're kind of brown. You know, I'm sure they tan. And, you know, those accents, <laughs> this ain't the day and age to be fucking around with your visa. And, and, and Oh, and you know, then they go, oh, you're from Albania. Like, okay, like isn't Action Bronson from there? Okay, all right, he's, he's white enough. <laughs> These guys are white. <laughs> and what the I don't fuck know. I think Austin was paying to get it. Jefferson Beauregard Sessions the third. You know, personally uh, rejecting fucking visa <laughs> visa letters and shit applications. Too brown. Sorry. <laughs> and, and another person that I feel like they also fucked up. They ain't do nothing with since they brought him up from NXT. Is damn Bobby Roode. Yeah, that's a lot of wrestlers like that, though. It's a lot of wrestlers that they brought up. I don't like babyface Bobby Roode. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. He's a babyface, and he's... Oh, that's the biggest problem, yeah. I said that on Facebook. I said, get him be a heel and let him be a damn star. This face shit into the crowd, the glorious every five minutes. No, we good. Every we good. I loved other it. Moves. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. But now it's just no. We need you to be the a con- I loved it in NXT like when he when he was you know when it was over and like I mean just over like Rover kind of shit. But it's uh, it's tiresome. It's uh, a one note gimmick. He doesn't do anything extremely well enough to make his uh, make up for the fact that he's. Kind of a that like that's all he has. Like he wrestles fine, yeah. but he, he hasn't been anything blockbuster you, or or. But also you, you uh, gotta you, as far as far as his know. wrestling Travis, team, I mean NXT put him in position to have really good matches as well. You know where you can even though he's oh, not when he when you give him time, you know he ain't got nothing spectacular. But when you give him time, he can put on a hell of a match. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just you know I'm just saying that I, I enjoy Bobby Roode in the ring. But yeah, he needs to be a heel. That's my biggest thing. And but this also makes me scared for when they bring people like Johnny Gargano up and Chompa and EC3 well, they can keep and all his ass them. Back down there. They can keep Johnny what? Gargano. They can they can keep his ass wherever the fuck he is because I'm, I, I can't. Oh God, certain people. I understand how good professionals they are, and they're great in the ring. But certain people's personality, I just don't get how the fans cheer for him. Maybe I'm an he's asshole. An earnest because he is baby face. No, he does the right. He does it the right way, and he makes you fucking exactly. uh, feel good he that he's a fucking uh, stand-up athlete. I don't see what's so Travis, fucking hard about those, that. Ugh, 
I'm one of those. I'm one of those. Yeah, I'm no, one you're one of those, those Pete Dunne fucking Shayna Baszler yeah. fans. You want your per, you want your fucking wrestlers to be scumbags and a fucking stomp yeah. on bags of and you know sacks of puppies and shit. That's what you fucking yeah. want. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano is going to be the one to probably shut up Leo Rush. That's how I would do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Leo Rush would go I, I, on a tear and Johnny Gargano. But I don't know if that would work in 205 because, because at least at this point, when you got Cedric and Mustafa and, you know, uh, other guys that are just really doing their thing, baby faces – I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if Johnny Gargano could leap over them and be like, I'm, I'm coming after you, Leo Rush. Like Leo Rush is this little guy that's like, you know, like why can't somebody else do it? But I think, uh, I do think eventually that would be a really good feud, uh, Leo Rush versus Johnny Gargano. And uh, I don't yeah, want him on two hundred five for not liking uh, Johnny Gargano. Well, you, I don't want him on Raw. You talk about you, you afraid for him, blah blah blah. You, you want him to be on Raw? She, I mean, no, I, I put him on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put him on SmackDown. But I still, want, I still I don't, worry. I, still I don't worry. want nobody on. Anybody from NXT, stay away from fucking Raw. Go on SmackDown. You don't have to worry about the Roman Roman agenda on SmackDown. <laughs> You'll get a little bit over being on SmackDown more than Raw. Uh, so real, real quick, Cam just put out uh, about an hour ago. Put out a a bonus or uh, special uh, poll is Triple H's My Time his best theme music. Mm. And I have I, uh, been sitting here looking at this thing for 10, 12 minutes, and I don't, it's a great, listen, it was one of my first favorite songs, like when him and China would come out, and then eventually it was just him. But King of Kings is ridiculous. Ridiculously good. Yeah, like I, bow down to the king is, is the shit. I'm sorry. I'm like, if that's what you're talking about, yeah, that's. I'm, yeah. I get it, but Buffett, yeah. When I first heard it, I'm like, I still bang that shit now. <laughs> like, and you know, like, I think yeah. the DX music might be my favorite theme, like of all time. And that's not Triple H specific uh, or singles, but still. <laughs> Rock <DX> on, <laughs> And one more thing uh, And one more thing Before y'all let me go I um I just found out For those people that like the Infinity War movie When it come out on Blu-ray It's going to be a three hour cut Okay Yo, I, didn't watch, I didn't watch it I didn't watch it like 120 times already No lie The bootleg I've been, I've, I gotta get I've, Oh god I'm such a junkie for these movies But I'm definitely going to get that. Definitely going to buy it too. Are you going to see uh, Ant Man Wasp uh, Friday? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. I'm going to see that. If I, if I got the purse, my money's right. I'll probably go see it next Wednesday the matinee. Um, yeah. I'm trying to go see it at the 4D joint. Um, see, I haven't trusted a, a 4D, 3D. You know, since I saw Jurassic War, uh, the, the 2015 Jurassic Park. And it was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck did I waste my money on these fucking bullshit 3D glasses for? I, 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 I think that every that time. I, I, didn't think it, I didn't think it was that good. Uh, and it was the movie that got me back in the theater after uh, five years at that point. Like the last movie I saw uh-huh. before that was like Avatar, in the, you know, January 2010. Yeah. So I was disappointed Damn. that 
just I saw the commercial and was like, I gotta go see that. And I saw it, paid the extra money for three D, and then it was, then it was, was kind of trash. Well, the four D is a little yeah, bit more fun because it's handshaking shit. So anything uh, that's happening on the anything that's yeah. happening on the screen yeah, that happened in the movie theater. To the experience, for that, sure. That shit was fun because mm-hmm. I went to see Jurassic Jurassic King, World the Kingdom last week with that yeah. shit. That shit was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. You know the movie wasn't all that great. As long as it mm-hmm. had dinosaurs getting dinosaurs eating up white people, I was happy. Really? That's all it takes nowadays? Okay. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I get you. Yeah, that's the only thing that made me happy with the Jurassic Park movie. That's about it. And and the damn dinosaur acting like fucking Freddy Krueger. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll be going to see that. Because I've never been a Jurassic Park, you know, person. But I'm, I just, I just, I'm, I'm pissed off. We got, what were you doing when you, you were know, 13? Never, you were you know, like, um, I you know what I've I, I, I seen them a couple times. I never really know. No, it was you know Jeff Goldblum. I love you, but no, I'm good. That's you know, I'm, that, this not, one was it, it. It was good to see it. It's it's a cable movie more than anything else. This is something that okay. It's it's just something. It's just a, a fluff movie. It doesn't really have no point in anything. It was mm-hmm. just something fun, but I wouldn't rush out. I wouldn't recommend anybody rush out to go waste their prime money to see it unless if they got a free ticket of the four dollar matinee or something like that. Other than that, that's about it. I'm yeah, just, I'm just waiting to fuck out of here. <laughs> what? He says, "Man, it takes no skill whatsoever to be a rap hip hop." star these days. So much garbage on the radio. All one needs to do is have a good producer and someone write one or two lines and repeat it over and over and over. My ears are bleeding. Like, then don't fucking listen to it. I'm so sick of 35-year-old plus people. Dude, it's a continuous continuous thing. It's a generational thing that will never die. Us turning into our parents. The yeah, idea well. that there were no bad rappers in fucking 1996 is fucking getting on my nerves. Right? Like, Vanilla Ice like was a star. Was... Fucking Chingy was a star. <laughs> fucking Nelly sold millions of fucking albums. What okay, don't 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 bring don't bring don't bring Nelly into this goddamn it. All right, let's 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 stop. Totally. I understand no, that you're fucking you're forty and things don't sound like they used to when you were sixteen. That's basically what There's it no is. No need for you to be like, what it is. everything I hear on the radio is garbage. Stop listening to the fucking radio. This is it's twenty eighteen. You have access to every fucking artist you have you could ever want. On your phone, it's in your pocket. You do not have, you can Amen. make your own specific playlist. You don't have to listen to the radio. I don't listen to the radio. I listen to podcasts all day and my music that I fucking like. I'm not going to get on fucking Facebook or Twitter and complain about shit that I don't like. I just, I, cause, because I'm not paying attention to it because I don't fucking like it. <laughs> now if I'm yeah, watching wrestling yeah, yeah. and something happens, oh yeah, blah, 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 this guy sucks or this lady sucks. 
that's that's a thought. That's different. But to just paint with a broad brushstroke this entire genre that I used to like, because that's what it is. Because he's and what he's saying, he's implying that it used to be good when he says these days takes no man. My generation no is always the days. best. Fuck you, Lance yeah. Hoyt. Fucking twenty eighteen. You have the per- you can personalize everything. Look, imagine twenty years ago. We're we're uh, eighteen. Well, it's like twenty two. Imagine somebody came to us back then and was like, "Man, in twenty years, you're going to have all the all any media you want, any movie, any 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 TV show, music. It's all going to be in your pocket. You're going to have the ability to personalize everything." We would go, "Wow." No, that, wow! Or if somebody came back to us from the future, we go, "Wow! What's it like to live in a world where no one complains about has nothing to complain about anymore?" We go, "Oh, how you are mistaken!" <laughs> but somehow, <laughs> in, in the most personalized era, we complain the most. I don't get it. I do not fucking get it. We and and then the That's irony crazy. is lost. Like we don't understand that. Remember when we were sixteen and we would have people. Oh, my my per example I use all the time. What the fuck is a ghost face killer? Some fucking forty year old in nineteen ninety six. That's like ah, oh, where's LL Cool J? That's when it was good. That's when a cool mode. That's when it was the good stuff. Like if you That's don't shut jam- your old ass up. And go fucking, go get your fucking uh, boombox and your fucking fat boys tape. You fucking old bastard. And now that's all we do. You see a bunch of 35, 40-year-olds on Twitter and, and Facebook. Ooh, hip-hop. Oh, they got face tattoos. Everybody wears pink and tight jeans. Okay. <laughs> You're mad that, that styles progress and things, again, like I said, aren't the way they were 20 years ago. You're a fucking loser but they, of epic proportions. But, but my, I fucking hate but like that you attitude. said, and you, you open, you open, you and a couple others opened my eyes to this because I was kind of like that too. And I wear skinny jeans every fucking day. But the point is, the point I'm making is, I was kind of like that too with the way motherfuckers dress, but. You know, people was dressing in drowsiness like back in the day too, or motherfuckers was dressing. Right. Like fam, like we, something like what new? I said a couple months ago, I was like, the same people that that yell about what rappers dress like and how they sound and how they act are the same people whose parents woke them up to Prince and P Funk every fucking weekend. You can't grow up listening to a man what, wearing platform wearing shoes and sparkly sunglasses and then call somebody gay for wearing tight fucking jeans and a, and a pink frilly shirt or some shit that young thug would wear or something. Like, you can't. You're a hypocrite. You're a piece of garbage hypocrite at that because you're just ignoring how you grew up and how, how what influenced you and what your parents listened to. Shut the fuck up. I'm so sick of old heads. It makes me sick. Every time. And I don't hold back. I'm getting to the point where every time I see something on Facebook or Twitter, I got I got to respond. Like, oh, I got time. Oh, we you want to get into it? <laughs> Like, I'm telling them about themselves, you fucking complaining hypocrite. And that's just coming from somebody who is fucking majored in complaining in college. <laughs> nothing better, nothing <laughs> and more enjoyable to me than complaining about something. But damn, there's a limit to it. I complain about stuff that's like I don't have a choice of doing. Not, you know, things that I am absolutely in full control of. Yeah, go and, and look. Go and look back with um 
some of the clothes they used to wear back in the damn 70s. Every they generation has to be looking back in our yearbook like, oh my God, I don't know, we wore that. If you want to call them clothes. Show, show your, you know, show if we had, if we had six, ten, fifteen-year-old children, we, we would show them our yearbook. They would laugh at it. They'd be like, oh my God, look at Dad's haircut in sixth grade. He had a box. Actually, those kind of came back around, so. <laughs> Which piss, that pisses me off when the young kids use our stuff. Like, get your own style. Why are y'all wearing boxes and right. and and fade and you know high top fades and shit? Get your own shit. And these was wearing um they were wearing high heels, Re-box. but they wasn't called high heels. They were called platforms back in the seventies. So right, shit, right. They yeah. just platform shoes, sparkly sunglasses, <laughs> tight leather pants with the fucking bulge all you know bulging and shit. But you want to call somebody <laughs> gay? They was getting and, they get more pictures um, than anybody. And, and the fish tank in the shoe. <laughs> yeah, right, right. All that super flamboyant and yeah, like Dre said, androgynous stuff in the fucking late seventies, early eighties. Like, stop it, not new. Ashless chaps, like stop. Anyway, all right, yep. enough of that. All right, you, you can let me go so somebody else can get on Talk the show. Talk to you, Willis. All right. Damn old heads, they make me sick. Uh, let's get to our last caller first. Let's read Lamarcus's email. Uh, he says, if the WWE Network existed, or reality TV was as mainstream as it is now in the Attitude Era, er, Attitude Era, what shows would you guys like to see? Some type of reality show revolving around The Rock or Stone Cold, maybe? Uh, I don't know. I don't know because we don't get that kind of stuff today. Like, main eventers aren't doing a reality show. I mean, Miz does his thing because he's know. a different type. But Roman Reigns or, or you know, Cena, again, once his career is, like, uh, at, you know, peaked and on the down, sure, give John Cena a show with his with mm-hmm. his wife or girlfriend or whatever. But you're not going to put Stone Cold Steve Austin, a guy that you're you're counting on making a lot of money for you, or The Rock, and have them on on reality shows showing that they're really he's like oh Austin likes some a Chardonnay every now and then like ugh. yeah what the hell <laughs> him you know like oh, I don't know if I could like you know you might still like him but you know you know might not be as rabid as it was so so you'd be better off putting like you know. Val Venus or D'Lo Brown or some shit on a reality show because they had personalities and they and you weren't counting on them to 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 draw you a ton of mo- a ton of money. You know, a, a show with Ken Shamrock about like transitioning from WWE to, from UFC MMA to WWE that would have been cool. Yeah, that would have absolutely been cool. Um, Maybe not an entire show, but oh, the behind the scenes, the 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 behind the scenes of the Playboy shoot with with Sable or Tori Wilson or those types. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not gonna see tits and stuff, but you know, like we would have definitely watched it. You know, 19 years exactly. old. Like, hell yeah. Well, shit, we watched those damn bikini specials that they will pay put on UPN or or or. or Spike TV in the, in the early 2000s when they were still doing their uh, divas bikini shoots and shit. So we definitely would have watched like behind the scenes Sable Playboy special. Um, so yeah, so all the women 
I would definitely uh, give the you know a lot of the women uh, network time. But Austin and stuff, it would be very sparingly. I wouldn't base an entire show uh, around them. I don't. I'm not even sure. Like the little bumps they do with like unfiltered or the tattoo one with Corey Graves. Like that would be as far as I would go. Like, hey, Rock, what's this Brahma Bull tattoo mean? You know, what's the story behind it? And let Rock tell tell you know the story behind that tattoo or maybe when he got the full chest and arm one like that but that's it i would not have you like in brock's house in austin's on austin's ranch you know unless he's just doing tough guy shit the whole time you know exactly you know and then that's not fun you know you the whole point of reality shows i want to see you know him being vulnerable or like like i said drinking fucking pinot all right lamarcus continues also, has there ever been a smooth uh, or legitimate passing of the torch? The only one I can think of is Brett and Austin. Uh, with Austin Rock at Mania, when Rock finally won, the Rock wasn't in the company long after. Same for Hulk and Ultimate Warrior. Um, smooth passing of the torch. Yeah, because Sting and Flair certainly wasn't smooth because it went back to Flair seven months later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they couldn't when they couldn't count on count on Sting as a world champion because, like we said earlier, he just you know didn't have all the things a, a, a top top guy in an international or national promotion had to be. Um, I'm not even sure if I would consider Austin and Brett a smooth. Like, I, I assume you're talking about maybe a 13. But Brett wasn't the champion. Austin never beat him for the title. So we never got the visual of, if anything, Brett and Sean at, at 12. You know, the boyhood dream. And, you know, the, 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 the Iron to 60-something men and Iron Man match. But, again, they kept feuding after that. So it's not like... You know, they feuded for a whole other year. Um, so, but I don't know if, uh, I mean, you'd probably have to go back to, uh, you know, um, Bruno dropping the title to, like, Stan Stasiak and Pedro winning. You know, like, that's how they did it back then. There, You know, there was no... Bruno, you know, Babyface wasn't going to, you know, Bruno wasn't going to lose to Pedro or Bob Backlund, and Bob Backlund wasn't going to lose to Hogan. How about that one? Backlund to Hogan. That was a hell, you know, because uh, Backlund came off of a six-year title run, lost to Iron Sheik, and then Hogan won it a few weeks later, and then went on, and then didn't drop the title uh, for the rest of the decade till 91, or... uh, uh, 90 when he lost to Ultimate Warrior. So, a six-year run <laughs> transition to another to a to an eight-year run. Like I think that's pretty smooth and legitimate. Yeah. But the fact that you got to go back 35 years is not not great. And and I'm I'm sure I'm I'm missing missing some. Um, maybe not. I'm, maybe I'm just being too WWF centric. Um. But you I said, like you said, you may be missing something. Yeah. 
Uh, no scene to pass the torch to Roman when he took the L in that random pay-per-view match, but I don't feel like passing of the torch. I don't feel like – but it didn't feel like a passing of the torch. Even when Cena beat Rock, it was way too late. Uh, Cena had been the guy for like a decade before that. Yeah, yeah, it was just more box office kind of stuff. It wasn't uh, – they didn't frame that as – as uh, maybe they tried, but I don't think people were buying it. Passing of the torch because Rock had just been gone for so long, and you knew it wasn't like he was going to stick around. You know, he abandoned us all over again. I'm still, you know, I'm still hurt about that. You know that. Yeah. You know, I, I hear it my... in your voice. <laughs> uh, with that said, should WWE have planned Cena Roman feud better? Yes, and could the heel Cena make a face Reigns work? Not at this point, and I don't even think at that point a year and a half or two years ago. Yeah. Especially considering how Cena has been used and featured the past few years. Cena could have been a heel, gone away for however long he's gone, been gone and come back as a face. Uh, that is true. Uh, thanks, guys. Marcus from D.C. That is true. Excuse me. That is true. He could have been a heel and then come. But then, but then you go, oh, what, what the fuck was the point of that? Like, see, he was a heel. He had this feud with Roman Reigns. Then he leaves. He's gone for six, eight months. And then he comes back, and nobody, uh, and then nobody, uh, then we just like, oh, that, that was, yeah. So I don't know if that's as, as, as a great thing either. Get Billy in the cage. So I was listening to the Katie Vickett Live Alive, and he was talking about, like, yo, Peyton Royce's titties in this ride along are ridiculous. He's like, I don't know how I don't notice when she's wrestling. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, those things are looking really scrumptious. Uh, who am I? Who she just got them done, so they better look scrumptious. They better look good, right? Yeah, like, you fucking paid up for sure couple grand for them babies, you know. So, appreciate that email, Marcus. Let's uh, get to our last call of the day. Let's head down to Georgia and talk to our good pal, uh, Darrell. Darrell, what's happening? What's going on, triple OGs, double OG? Yeah, what's up? Not too much, man. Not too much, not too much. I was so surprised when I called in super late to hear that this show was still going on and no kung fu, nobody drunk, drunk. Last year, I think the crowd was drunk. <laughs> I had a little buzz earlier, though. At Cam's pool party, that got rained the fuck out. I showed up at the pool like, where is everybody? Drunk, I see all these drunk. kids and random families. Right. <laughs> but it had started to drizzle, so they went inside and took the party inside. No, but I was a little drizzle. No, 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 no. It was a good thing they did. They went in when it started drizzling <laughs> because five minutes, ten minutes after I got there, the sky opened up and it was, uh, yeah. And I'm driving my roommate's wow. car and his because I got a, a nail in my tire and I just haven't been able to get it fixed all week. And yeah. uh, he's got this little Versa and I've been driving it all week, but it's been you know decent conditions and whoo, this thing on. The highway and the rain is not fun. I was in the right lane doing 60 the whole way there. 
And in, and I mean, in Texas, that's not, you know, in Pennsylvania, you're like, wow, you're going five year, five miles over the speed limit? No, 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 this shit is it's 70. I was like, nope, I'm just chill behind this fucking uh, 18-wheeler and just, you know, <laughs> coast my way there so I don't die. I hope it don't rain tomorrow because I got to work and I got to drive this shit again. <laughs> and it's a longer drive for me to work than the camp's crib. But, but I'm sober now. I'm even having a, having a cup of coffee, so. But yeah, no time foolery here, you yeah. know. We gotta bring that content. I hear all that, man. No days off. No days off. No Tell me like Bill Belichick over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh man, but listening to what y'all were talking about about that um transitional stuff. Ain't been a smooth transition since Vince um took over the book and started booking uh, ever since him and Hogan came in the era for the WWE because Vince is But would you would you agree that Backlund to Hogan was was pretty damn smooth transition? Well Backlund um lost to what? Um Iron Sheet and then to Hogan, yeah. You can consider that last time WWE had a um transition. Ever since then they haven't had a transition. Because you can't count Ultimate Warrior because Hogan still was the man then Ultimate Warrior flamed out in less than a year. Remember, he tried to hold him up for money and stuff like that. Count. So you didn't have nobody else. By the time Brent took Brett took yeah. over, it was almost the. I, I, I think that story has been pretty much debunked. The whole Warrior holding them up for money stuff. Yeah, like, I could be know, wrong, but I swear that hatred, swear that got debunked around the time that Destruction of Ultimate Warrior DVD came out. DVD came out. Like the real story was way less, you know. You, you know, Warrior was not the bad guy, and I'm. I, hey, I love the shit on Ultimate Warrior. Jim Hill was, he was a piece of garbage, so I'm not, you know, a fan of his. But you know, fair is fair. Yeah. So it ain't really been a, um, you know, uh, smooth transitional um, because I don't count the Rock because you know the Rock was already on and off at the time and. Which match do you call the one? The one that was Austin's last match at WrestleMania where um, he really couldn't go. He barely got to the ring to be able to go where he said he passed out the night before. Yeah. Um, the next person that come out of um, Austin to me is John Cena. And he took that position. He didn't get transitioned to it or nothing. So he took that. And um, they still trying to find a guy after Cena. That's why they continue to use all these old people and have to bring in people and do all of this dancing around. So not a good transition. If you look at other places, um, New Japan, from Tanahashi to Okada, that Mm -hmm. was a good transition, Um, stuff like that. I think a couple of Ring ring of Honor um, moves with smooth transition. But the WWE, since Vince had it, because Vince horrible at at this booking thing, um, oh my he's super horrible. <laughs> um, it hasn't been smooth at all. Oh yeah, he's a promotional genius. Creative genius. He's a promotional genius, but when it comes to that booking, that wrestling, he he less than genius. So, but you know, I guess people be in tune with. The WWE, so you know you want to see that. Oh yeah, you're right. 
Bob Black, Backlund, the Hogan was the last time. I always think of Harley Race to Ric Flair as a nice, smooth transition from the NWA title, the big gold belt. But um, I got a question for you guys. What did, I, I didn't hear the early part of the show, so I don't know if y'all answered this. But what did y'all think of Dr. Shelby's return? And uh, Sasha and Bailey segment that mm. they cooled off. Yeah, what is going on with her? After she said you ain't shit, Travis, what has been going on with her? I'm glad that Bailey finally did what she did, but I haven't heard. I mean, what is what has been going on at the week after? Anything? Or has it been cooled off or whatever, like you said? Anything? Um, kind of going on with off. Bailey? Yeah. It's kind of cool, yeah, though. You, they, you, they you would think so. Okay, hold on. So, Bailey whooped Sasha's ass a couple of weeks ago, and they haven't done anything. They haven't done what anything. What did the therapy last week or Monday? They made them go to camp oh, she did? on Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. Both of them. It was horrible, too. Bailey, Bailey, needs, Bailey needs to... Because first of all, Bailey has not only does Bailey need to change and become a, a heel or a whatever, or whatever. This makes perfect sense because she's been getting taken to bed. The, the fucking announcers have been saying it. I mean, this kind of makes sense. So I don't understand how could they do anything but go with it in a way, and they're going to ruin it already. I've been waiting for this. I, honestly, I've been waiting for this since she started. Honestly, because I, I mean, after like a after like a couple of months, I was tired of the gimmicks. But. This is monumental. They can't. They can't. They can't. Well, they gotta do. Well, I was wishing it was because I thought for me this was monumental. I'm like, they can't fuck this up. All right, now we're gonna get another side of Bailey. You know, let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see ass kicker Bailey or something. So I'm kind of disappointed to hear that. Honestly, they they took that hot angle and uh, and 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 threw a bunch of cold water on it. That's not good. Next week by sending them uh, by sending them therapy, and then I said last week I was like it could work unless they do it like comedy and bring fucking Doctor Shelby in. And what did they do? They did it like comedy and brought Doctor Shelby in. Now one go. of the reasons I have an issue with I that told is you because therapy. Work. Therapy, I don't want to get on my social justice warrior soapbox, but therapy isn't a fucking means of of, of, of a punchline. I'm not one of these guys that know right. rape isn't funny. Like, you can't, like, a comedian, like, will tell a rape joke. I'm like, rape is never funny. Like, no, rape is fucking funny sometimes. I'm sure a creative enough person can make rape funny. Sorry. But, they, I, but so I don't want to be like, therapy, Can you can never talk about therapy in this way. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it really shouldn't be used as a comment, as a punchline. Therapists aren't fucking comedians and, and, and fucking... You know, and punchlines. So to make Dr. Shelby, again, with Ryan and Kane, it made sense. They were a tag team. It was not the main event. It got over at the main event level, and they certainly main event on a lot of shows that made that went to for, that played a long, a, a big role in Brian getting over and breaking off uh, as a top singles guy. But Bailey and Sasha are the women's division on Raw in a lot of ways. Like people, when they think of the Raw women, they think of Sasha or Bailey or both. 
and to treat them like fucking comedian, or to treat them and put them in a comedy storyline after having a really hot angle. It's, it's not like it started out as comedy. It started hot as fuck. It started super aggressive. And then the turn it into turn it into what they did Monday night. It's just bullshit. You know, Bailey needed that voice. That's why I said it wasn't a heel. To me, it was never a heel turn. She just needed a voice. Stop being pushed around. That's the story they should have been told because that's what they were doing. Sasha was stealing her spotlight, making her um, making her look like a fool in her matches, even when she won the title, yeah. broke Charlotte's streaks. That's because Sasha interfered. The beta that we supposed to know wouldn't accept stuff like that, but she's friends with Sasha. She let it go. And after all that time and all those those years of letting it go these past few years, hey, you're just tired of it, especially for somebody who you beat in the ring twice and never beat you. So at best, I'm right. beat on you, you now you, because you, know you, know what? you just, look you, like a fool. And you just gave me another perspective on looking on at Bailey. I, maybe I do not want her heel. I don't want her to heel turn as much as I want her to grow up. And I mean grow up in a lot of aspects. I mean the way she's presented also. And I understand that she's a money magnet for the kids and everything, and being a John Cena fan is like, how dare you say that? Whatever. That, she, like I said, I, but No, no, it does. Her, it's like, I, how I, fucking dare you? How dare you yeah, just blatantly but I, yes. hip, hip, hip your crit ass over here and talk shit about oh. Bailey? No, no. Yes, totally. yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes. She got better. But like better, I better merch. But like I was saying, she, like I said, that's what I want her. I want her character to grow up. I want and grow up not being so naive and not being so forgiving and understanding that you cannot get snake bitten twice or three or four fucking times. So with all those things, I think it's not maybe not a heel turn, but a more mature. Smarter, crafty character. That's what I want. From, that's maybe that's what I want. So that's probably a little bit better way to look at it. Yeah. Yep. That's. I think that's what everybody wants with Bailey. But she's only yeah. taking advice and doing the pointers that they're giving her from Vince McMahon. So again, that's why Vince is um, horrible at this uh, when it comes to direction and booking and storyline. Hell of a promoter. That's why Roman would never get over and. And with the um, stint, I think somebody said this on this call, um, he'll be better as a heel. Um, I think not because you got to think, he say he's doing what he's being told to do. So they telling him what he's doing today is what uh, Babyface supposed to do. The look that he gave um, Bobby Lashley when he was in the ring, he didn't want to tag him in just to get beat up. Like you can get your that ass beat, tag that man in. When he was like, I got this stand over there. Like, fam, you just got, you're holding your ribs and you're sweating like a fucking pig, which doesn't make sense because pigs don't sweat, but you're sweating fucking profusely and you're holding your side because your ribs are getting dug in and, you know, probably from getting hate fucked or something. But, and, and, and then he's like, nah, stand over there. I got this. It's like, okay. Like, I couldn't, I really, like, couldn't disagree with Bobby Lashley. Like, Hey, fuck, I'm going to make the save for I'm going to, you know, you didn't even want, want me in the match. Fuck you. You got what you deserved. And he did. <laughs> and he got directed to do that, man. He got directed to do that because they were telling him that's going to get you the sympathy. That's what a baby face do. 
That's what Vince telling you. Oh, sorry. So, okay. I'm not thinking about it. Like but I'm but I'm just saying, he's being directed to do that. He's not coming up with that. I'm pretty sure he's not coming up with that. Just going sure, out for well. the knowledge of WWE. Only person who really had some creative and switched things up was John Cena was the last person. Everybody else just doing what they told. So if they switch them heels, think about how they book the heels, like Kevin Owens and stuff like that. That's the stuff they're going to have Roman Reigns doing. They're not going to have him continue to do what he's doing now that people say it's so heelish and he could make so much money. He's going to be doing what Kevin Owens do because he's going to listen to those pointers. And then people are going to turn around and be mad and be like, oh, well, they need to switch him back babyface now. The same way they did when um, people was hollering every year, oh, man, I want to see Cesaro a face. They turn him, they turn him face. Oh, I don't want to see Cesaro as a heel because he's doing it how they directed him to do. But, you know, fans of the WWE today are so – they as short as my, short-minded as um, Vince McMahon, so they forget all these things. But my last thing for you guys, are you guys, any of you, I know Trav probably ain't, but Dre, I don't know if you look at New Japan. Are you looking at the New Japan show this weekend, the G1 special? Yeah, I bet. Uh, the last show I seen, I'm sorry if I'm repeating what you just said, was the um, the one where Kenny, Kenny Omega and uh, Okada had that uh, three, uh, the three-way, uh, I mean, the, the what is it, the, damn it, the, not the Iron Man match, what was it, the two out of three, four out of three. three. Yeah, you know, and that was the last New Japan show I saw with Jericho, and it was a fucking awesome show, you know, as usual. Um, what, what was your question, my brother? The last show? What was the last show you said? Are you looking no, I, I was asking, are you going to watch the um, G1 special um, that come on this weekend? Oh, most likely when I get around to it. You know, I probably won't see it right then and there, but, you know, because I'm going to have a busy weekend, but. I definitely will get around to it probably like a week later or something like that, but yeah, definitely. Uh, let me ask you a quick question, uh, because uh, who are your um, heavyweight, light heavyweight, I guess tag team, who was your favorite out of the New Japan squad? Um, Naito. Um, Naito, okay. Homu. Okay. And You're like two for two, go my on. My favorite tag my favorite tag team, uh, hmm, it's a, I guess the Bucks. I have to say the Bucks. Yeah. The three Bucks are my favorite tag team there. And um, I like I like Goto. With the Goto, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a, yeah. Oh, oh Goto was the guy that, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the dude with the. Uh, He's like short, not short, but like kind of short and real like thick. Yeah, I, know, I think I know who Goto is. Yeah, he's pretty good. But I don't know. There's something about Naito. Naito is amazing to me. Maybe it's just because he's such an asshole. Here we go with that again. He is such an asshole, and su- and I love the way he takes his time. You know, when he gets he has to, when he takes his time, and he takes like ten minutes just to get his ring gear off and stuff like that. He's like I really like his style, and I like his in ring. I like his in ring. You know, um, I like that match with him and Jericho. Um, but uh, I guess I guess Kenny Omega would be my my top um, heavyweight. 
I mean, my top heavyweight, even though Naito's a quick second. But you said Hiromu for your light heavyweight? Yep, for the juniors. He's Isn't he fucking awesome? I just like how they switched Isn't... up. I, I like how yeah. they switched up his style. You know, he was with the with uh with the cats and all that stuff, but then now yeah. they switched it up because he couldn't win the big one for a minute. They it was like every time, even in the tag teams, it was time for him to win something. Up, oh, we know he ain't gonna win it. Something gonna happen. They'll pull the ref out and then cost him right. the match, and he'll lose. And but now he done went through that story. And I invested with that story with him, and to see him winning, and the way that he winning it, and yeah, his his matches are like wrecking balls hitting each other when he, mm. but he be having some of the best matches. Yes, he does. Yeah, he's really good. Like he's really enjoying. And him and Will Ospreay, because I've seen him, like that, like this for him and Will Ospreay was pretty good. And not even like his in ring, because in ring he's like you said, he's he's awesome, but. Yeah, just his mannerisms and everything. Like I said, like that's the he's the person that I brought up earlier. How it's just the difference in Japan as opposed to years ago. You know what I mean? Like that kind of guy where he's just really, really. I don't even know how to articulate it, but he's just different. He's just really different in a way, and in a really good way. And he he plays it. You know, I don't know if Shinsuke was the person who started this, you know, exotic type of way of acting, I'm sure he wasn't, but whoever was, I don't know who was the first Japan guy to say, you know, let me, uh, you know, act this way and see how it works with this crap. I I was trying to be more crafty, but you can, I guess you can say it like that. Let's be, yeah, yeah, just be a weirdo and see how it works. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you pretty much, that's pretty much my top. Yeah, yeah, pretty. That's pretty much my top, except for, like I said, Naito. Oh God, he's awesome. But I'm Omega. I just Omega. I like Omega so much because of his personality. But his quick movements in the ring, like his, like I loved how he, like when he's when he tries to get momentum to do a move and he slingshots himself off the rope, or he's very quick and agile. I love that about him as far as his in ring stuff. He's so quick, twitch muscle. I don't know how to fucking you know say it, but. Kenny Omega stands out to me so much, you know, and I don't want him in WWE. If if NXT maybe or whatever, but stay over in New Japan. I don't want him, uh, you know, not because of anything he said. You would want him in. You would want him in NXT, but not the main roster. I mean, for creative reasons. I wouldn't. I uh, yeah, but yeah, because I don't think he's not. He's not. He's not going to give you. You're not going to get that. I, I, you, I just couldn't see him on the. All right, not a AJ Styles and Shinsuke. Yeah, yeah. AJ and Shinsuke. AJ and, AJ and Shinsuke. What they did at the last pay per view was awesome. That's what I need consistently. Matches like that. Now correct me if I'm wrong. I don't. And, and I, like I said, I'm not watching the product as much. But I'm not getting that all. It's, you know, I'm not getting it. And I guess you can't get that when that demands the demand on your body with those high impact. That's the shit. That's the reason why I like New Japan so much. Is is because of the style that they that they that they exhibit when they're wrestling, and NXT is not the same style. But you be getting some knockdown dragouts, man. You don't. But you know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. Maybe you know that's what I'm saying. I don't want to, on the main roster. Give me a match that I've missed that, that you said. Oh my God, this is a this is a fucking awesome, you know, awesome match that you've seen. Besides the last one I said was Shinsuke and AJ Styles. I thought they brought the house down on that last match. But the other ones before that kind of left things to be desired. Am I wrong in saying that? 
You know, it's just, me, it's just me. I don't know. So, you know, NXT, Velveteen Dream, Velveteen Dream's giving you a fucking high, highlights every pay-per-view. Uh, you know, you're getting ricochet. You're getting these people, that, and they're, they're putting work in. So I'm, maybe I'm being unfair to the WWE roster with what they have to do every week. But that's the main thing is just the in-ring product and how hard-hitting it is on these other products as it isn't. But then again, I'm not putting my body out there all the fucking time. You know, so whatever. I think NXT and New Japan are similar, but I think NXT is still a little bit safer because if you look at... Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. The homeroom match, it was such a car crash. Opening match of a fucking bullshit show like they do in New Japan. Fuck out of here. Like, when Vader died and I saw all those Vader gifts, like, this isn't... This isn't... Like I say it all the time, like the art of being a professional wrestler is it punching a guy in the face. It's not punching a guy in the face and making it look like you punched the shit out of him. That's the fucking yeah. work. That's the art. Not balling your fist up and punching a guy in the fucking face or dumping him on the back of his fucking neck. That's not, there's no art in that. There's pain, awesome, there's fucking danger. It's not art. So I don't get off on seeing, like, uh, yeah, I, I just, like, I saw those Vader gifts. The one that was good was the Ken Shamrock one, because Ken Shamrock fucking deserved to get punched in the side of the head when he wouldn't stop. Vader's like, hey, he pushed him away, like, hey, 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 chill. You're fucking tagging the shit out of me. And Ken Shamrock just kept hitting him, and Vader just wound back and bam, punched him right in the side of the head. And, and, and Shamrock went. I mean, he took nice. the bump. But, you know, but, but yeah, I'm not a fan of uh, one of the reasons I haven't been able to get into New Japan. Like, I don't think, you know, dropping a guy on this fucking, you know, uh, uh, C3 and C4 fucking spinal discs are fucking, is, is, is the way to go. Sorry if I'm a, if I'm a pussy. I think no, a perfect um, evolution to that is um, Ricochet. Because if you see how Ricochet um, wrestled when he was um, with um, Lucha Underground and when he was with New Japan, he was doing all those types of moves. But you look at him now on NXT and how he evolved his style, but still can hit those same moves. But the psychology is better because he was doing all those flips and stuff, and people was like, "Well, you ain't have to do all of that." Now he do it right. when he need, when it calls for it. Yeah. And, and when it's going to get a huge reaction and fucking get all over social media and stuff. Like, just doing that flip outside the ring when he did in the lead-up to the Velveteen match, I mean, m- made him a star. It absolutely made him a star. That one move, which wasn't obviously in the match, that move, because it got retweeted and fucking shared a million fucking times, people that didn't know who who Ricochet was, saw that and was like, whoa, and Velveteen definitely helped with his reaction, excuse me, his reaction to it. <laughs> That's why yeah. I wonder, how would that reaction would have been um, directed for him to give it, um, to do it if he was on the main roster? That's the type of stuff when I was saying about direction and the people in the back oh. giving you the direction, how, how, how it changed differently from the show, because um, – um, Drake was just saying the Shinsuke and um, AJ match, but now they say 
that Triple H is starting to do a little bit more on the creative with SmackDown and 205. Look at 205. 205 Live, Luke, the storytelling and the stuff in the ring that they're doing is totally different when you put it side by side with Raw. Let's not talk about because it's only a 45 minute long show. I'm just talking about straight in ring product week to week and storylines was being given. Totally different and better because they're giving different directions. That's what helped. And that flip out of the ring that made Ricochet, you say, made Ricochet into a star, it also made WWE look at him more as a heavyweight than a cruiserweight. They're going up and being a cruiserweight on the main roster because it adds something more to him when he's fighting bigger guys. It's more of a story that you can tell because now if you have to go in those bag of tricks to fight somebody like Braun Strowman or the bigger guys or the Baron Corbin, he can do that. Instead of being called a little guy and getting thrown around, bruised up like Finn Balor versus Corbin, when he was all bruised up from his ass cracked to the lower back, Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no type of direction and looking foolish out there. <laughs> it's totally different. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, the, I'm, at the, I'm driving right now. I apologize. No, you could. We're about to uh, wrap this thing up anyway. Why would this disappear? Get the fuck So, all right, Darrell, if you don't got uh, anything else for us, we're going to get the hell out of here. Uh, oh, no, that's That was out. That was out. Cool. Appreciate you as Good always. Good brother. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man. That, uh, man, that three hours went by quick. <laughs> that's when you're talking to good people and you got, you know, you know, we had some, yeah, that was a good show. For somebody that don't yeah, watch wrestling, yeah, I mean, we had as much as I used to, callers, have, but uh, hey, we did the thing. Timed it out well, and we weren't stuck, uh, you know, talking to ourselves yeah. for, for too long. But yeah, no, man, appreciate you, uh, yeah, jumping in with a day's notice. So, um, yeah, as 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 always, you know, you're welcome back here anytime. So any Wednesday, you're not uh, working or doing anything, even if you don't, you know, get on here for three damn hours. Give us a call. You can, you know, I can at least a, call exactly. Segment. Yeah, get some shit off your chest. You see something you like or don't like, you know, hit us up. So, yeah, appreciate you, man. Thanks, uh, thanks as always. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, Bar Dre Purnell, OG East Coast Cast, East Coast Audio. Uh, going way back, damn, coming up on ten years, ten years with the torch, man. It was, I guess it was, it was this time, ten years ago in '08 when we were like. What is it, June? Yeah. We were like, you know what? We can do this. Matter of fact, it was probably like May. Yeah. And you came and through, we did it. came through to the crib. We uh I had I had the Audacity uh app or, or program on my desktop computer. Bullshit crappy ass computer. I think I had my neighbor's microphone and Damn microphone. Uh, and we literally sat in my studio apartment. Unlike, and the thing was, we usually, you know, the reason we thought we could do a show at the Torch, because we sit here and talk for hours on the phone talking about wrestling. Why don't we just 
hit record, basically. And so it was weird exactly. being face-to-face, passing that mic back and forth, but we did it. Uh, Kimbo Slice was in was a com- topic of conversation. I think he had Japan yeah, right? having a C- CBS CBS fight. Uh, so either yeah. he just I had that just fight with Buster here open, or it was coming up later that summer. I don't remember. Oh, it was that was the one where uh, with, uh, okay where he busted there and it was nasty, but he still yeah. won. Uh, okay. And um, yeah, and we talked about whatever was going on at that time in May or June of 2008. And I sent that shit to Wade, emailed it to him, and at the oh, and at the end was the big pitch. Uh, at the end, I'm like, "Yo, Wade, you need to put us on." <laughs> yeah, you got all these different territories covered, but you don't have anybody from Philly. Like, you know, at right. that time, you know, it was really hot indie stuff. Not that we were like big indie fans or nothing, but it was a lot going on in Philly wrestling scenes back in '07, '08, and and the subtext was. Get some fucking black dudes on your fucking on your site. <laughs> Pretty much, and a different and a different I didn't vibe. Say that, that was but yeah, yeah, that man. certainly was the goddamn subtext of, of that pitch at the end. Like, come on, fam. Pretty much, you got these lily white motherfuckers on here. Pat McNeil, one eight hundred Pat shit. Uh, you know, exactly. You got all these. You know, you got that. You got that demographic locked up. Like, yeah, right, time to expand. Yeah, another, that's the, that was the thing. And we've seen that. We've seen, like, yo, we, it's, a, it's you know, somebody like us is missing in this. And damn sure. But now, look, you know, it's the truth. Yeah. what it was. And, and, uh, yeah, so here we are, 10 years later, um, still talking shit. Still, I mean, just, just the time, just the, 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 the style advance of, of, of pro wrestling, where we are in 2018 compared to where we were in, in 08, you know, style-wise, TV-wise, content-wise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we're this is episode 40-something. Like I said earlier, we're coming up. It'll be eight years, or I'm sorry, it'll be ten years with the torch in in July. Oh, oh, oh! Well, back to the the pitch, the way thing. So I send it off, and we don't hear back from <laughs> for shit. Like a whole month goes by, not even a return email. Like, hey, I got your uh, I got your your audio uh, uh, email with your audio in it. I'll give it a listen and get back to you. Nothing. Next thing you okay. so I even read I even so the pro wrestling dot net had launched that February. So they just hit ten years back in February. Um so I sent it to Jason like, yo, but didn't redo the pitch. So the pitch at the end was still for Wade and I was like, I wonder when he got to that part, if he even listened to it, was like, Oh, these sons of bitches, this wasn't even for me originally. Fuck these guys. Right. <laughs> But then, like, a month later after we sent it, like, I think I sent it on, like, June 1st and, like, July 1st, got a response back from Wade. Like, hey, yeah, I listened to the show. It was good. You want to do three shows for a week? Like, uh, uh, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and that was one of the complaints. Like, wait a second. Who the fuck are these guys to be getting three shows? Yeah, how they getting all this damn time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and why are they recording? Uh, why is it taking them an hour and a half to review an, a, a forty-four minute show without commercials? Oh, listen, well, that ain't changed. Nah. <laughs> that ain't changed. Three hours later. 
So, yeah, and in September it'll be eight years uh, for the East Coast cast, which just completely took over for the East Coast audio. Nobody, we weren't doing mm-hmm. doing those uh, uh, single show reviews anymore. So, yeah, and it's gotten uh, gotten us a decent amount of exposure. Fucking Vince Russo uh, played my voice on his show and talked shit about me. So, that, that Vince Russo thinks thinks you're a piece of shit or doing That's something wrong, you're probably doing something right. So that was uh that was certainly a uh, a little badge of honor. Definitely. I imagine if Donald Trump like said Marjorie Purnell, he's the laziest piece of crap I've ever met you'd be like, Wow, I'm fucking hard work because yeah. he's a liar. Everything he says is a is typically the total opposite, right? So you're like, wow, fuck, I'm hard working. I definitely, but I'd reap, I'd, listen, I'd, I'd reap the benefits of all that far left pussy that I'd get because of that. I'll tell you that <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, girl, you want this, some granola? Let's, let's talk about... <laughs> Let me change the climate of your panties. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Precipitation. So, mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, so yeah, so it's, uh, glad to have you have you back for for a few hours. And um, well, look, oh oh, and then I'm, since I've done it privately, I might as well just uh, publicly go ahead and just say, look, if you're scared, just say you're scared and you don't want to play me in Madden. Like just just you say it. It's fine. Like nobody will like think differently or of you. You know, so when I so when I whoop your ass, all that time you've been put in, and I played like a half a game since I bought it, and I'm not <laughs> six that's months, not right? That's not how it turns when you That's real shit. Man, you're gonna be mad. Yeah, when I beat Jason like three weeks ago, fourteen to seven, and there was six, five, six turnovers. It was a terrible game. We were just throwing picks left uh-huh. and right. Uh, uh, but I but I won. I eked it out. I was like, because I talked so much shit leading up to that. <laughs> Because right. I was flying high. Because at the, the, the night of the Super Bowl, I show up at Cam's house, and he just hands me a controller, and he I don't play Xbox. I don't fuck with Xbox. Right. Fuck out of here with this bullshit Xbox. And he hands me a controller, and it was the Eagles versus the Patriots, and I was the Eagles. And he's like, come on. And I was up 21 nothing or 21-7 at half, but the soup the game had actually was about to start, so we, we didn't finish it. And I just was flying high, like, yeah, I, I beat that motherfucker on his turf, on his controller, in his crib. Oh, man, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> but, yeah, I forget Jason, like, you know, plays the shit out of that game. And he was playing with the Seahawks. So you know he know all their little tricks and ends and fucking. But you murked the shit out of him like two, three years ago at his crib with the Xbox. So I think that's that played into it too. Yeah, it's like the third game. Like Drake bust his ass. I'm gonna beat his ass too. Man, after the third game, he got me. Jason, Jason learns. I'll tell you that much. But what you need to fucking do? Let me tell you. I get off. What you need to do is stop boasting with that bullshit ass EA Sports Live. And get with First the real off, men. wait till 2K19 come out. I mean, wait till Live 19 come out, and it's the fucking be- like the reviews for it have already like the reviews for 18. They were like, wow. So it seems like EA's getting their act together with uh, <clears throat> basketball again. Like after falling the fuck off for a decade and a half, <laughs> you know. Um, but it's it's 
it's good. I got, you know, and they were like, 19 is just going to improve on what they already improved on. So I'm ready. And it's got Embiid on the fucking cover. Like, come on. You're going to get the one with LeBron in a Cavs jersey? Fuck out of here. I need my brother for you to do me a favor because I need to get you on. I need you to be my teammate on the playground. How are you going to do that with the bullshit ass? I don't play DA fucking 2K. It's corny. Oh, Lord, I don't know how excellent basketball and detailed basketball is corny, but I guess, you know, I guess you have an explanation for that, I guess. I guess. Anyway, you know. Stop trying to change the subject. We both got Madden. That's what we both got. We both agree Madden's a good game. So, with me in the bitch. And get your fucking, uh, you know, play play a couple games. Get your your thumbs ready. And, um, yeah. That I can't really, like argue. can't really argue. So, so there you have it. On that note, we're going to get out of here. So, again, thanks, Dre, for, for your time. Thanks, everybody, for your time and energy, your calls, your emails, your tweets. Appreciate all of y'all. Uh, free folks, that's it for us. We'll be back next week, same time, same channel. VIP, uh, we will be doing a VIP show. Uh, Rich and I will be back for another hour or so of content. Uh, so, uh, yeah, send in your emails or your tweets or however you communicate with us and, uh, click over Rich and I will have some more content for you. So until, until next time, that was Dre. I'm Trav. We out.